Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly! Hey, 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 yes it is! Look who's back! Look who's yeah. back in the house! Pat, how are you doing before we get any further into the banter? I feel a year older. I mean, it's this is like maybe, a, you know, I've been on I've been on as many times in 2024 as there are months now in 2024. <laughs> I know I just basically cut you out of the entire show. I'm like, we're not having Pat back on. It's just I'm not still worth expecting it. a message being like, hey, hey, oh, I'm not gonna make I it just, today. I just thought I'd get you on at the beginning and say, look, I'm afraid. <laughs> We can't, we can't do it. I can't do it this morning, mate. Sorry. Uh, and then cut you out and then continue the show. Could you imagine how harsh that would be? <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, we've basically got through the glitch of the leap year, of the leap month. That's what we've done. We've gone we've gone through that leap, that horrible 29th I'm just going to have my second Friday. This is, this is the new Friday right now for leap year. Exactly. This is Friday two. This time it's personal. Um, and yeah, well, it's great to have you back. Everyone seems to be happy in the chat that Pat has returned, which is nice. Um, hope everyone else is doing really well in the chat as well. Hope you're enjoying your weekend so far, what, however many hours in you are. Um, yeah, it's it's good to have you back, mate. Lots to get through, though. Oh, my goodness me. We've had to, full, dis full disclosure, we usually have one slideshow that we get through, don't we, Pat? And uh, I've had to create two for this one because there are too many slides. <laughs> This yeah, is going to be three. Uh, that doesn't bode well for getting done sometime today. Like I have plans at seven p.m. So ain't happening, we're mate. Have to cut out. Ain't happening. Right. Let's get stuck in then, because we have got a lot to talk about. Pat, it's great to have you back, buddy. But we'll start off. I know it is great. This if it just feels weird doing this on my own. So I'm glad that you're here. Um, maybe this might be sort of. We'll have to work it out, but we don't know exactly what, what will happen next week. But we're, we're going to work it out so that we're both on, basically. So anyway, moving okay. on from that, let's get into the first bit of, and I should say, spoilers ahead for some very cool comics news. Da, da, da. Oh, I forgot one thing. Actually, I, I've got too far. That's not the right picture. That's not the right picture. Rewind. Let's it's just so literally Do I have to do that to the other one? Because that's like ninety slides long. There you go, guys. You've had a quick spoiler of in reverse of all the stuff we're talking about on this particular segment. Anyway, um, technical issues aside. Duke issue three dropped um, very recently, but before we get into that, there's also been another bit of news. Uh, we talked about this on the monthly, myself and Mark Seddon, but a, a compendium of the Real American Hero series is going to be coming very in, in October, in actual fact, the 2nd of October. For $64.99, it's volume one, and it collects issues one to 50 of the Marvel run. So we're going to be kind of talking about that in a second, but of course, in addition to that, Duke issue three dropped, and it was a banger. Now, before we go any further, Pat, there are going to be spoilers here. Have you read Duke issue three? No, I'm sorry. I, are you upset that you're going to? Are you upset to be getting spoilers here? No, though? I'm not upset to be getting spoilers okay. because spoilers have already been given to me the second that they 
the second the issue dropped. So okay. it's it's the internet, you know, spoilers are, are going to happen. I'm not going to not look at G.I. Joe because spoilers are going to happen. I'm going to read it and give it, it its shot. I'm not convinced that what I heard is actually even true. I mean, I think it's in the book, but we'll see. I, I'm well, not, you're going to see. Know. You're going to see now because of we're going to be look, we're going to be breaking that issue down a little bit. But anyway, um, let's let's. In fact, that might be a better idea if we um, don't fully spoil it, and I'll just have to tactically go through the um, the issue, and I can do that no problem. We'll just have to burst every now and again so that people don't get spoiled. So I will say that we get new character introductions in this one. Obviously, at the end of the last issue, the Baroness popped up. Um, and she continues into this issue. And we can look at the first um, part here. Now, there is a major spoiler that's going to happen here, no pun intended. Um, and so we see kind of like Destro basically, um, you know, basically kind of like talking to somebody. We don't know who it is until we turn the page. But they're introduced into the, the, the mix. And that particular character has to then go on and basically get Duke, um, well, it has to kill Duke, Clutch, Rock and Roll, Stalker, and the Baroness, who are held up in the pit at the moment. Uh, basically, they're kind of like keeping them there um, and been transporting them later, courtesy of Colonel Hawk's orders. Now, to avoid spoilers, um, if anyone doesn't want to want want to know what happens in that particular in the next page, I'm going to turn the page now. Pat, I want you to close your eyes, and I want everyone else, <laughs> I want everyone else to turn away until I say so. So if you don't want any spoilers, I'm going to do a, it's going to be quick. Ready, steady, go. Okay. Right. So like we're in the pit here and the Baroness is talking to Duke and Clutch and she's trying to convince them of, uh, this is great. I can't believe I did like a, so people that want to know spoilers just got spoilers and people that don't, don't. Does that work? Probably not. I think it does. Um, yeah. I feel that kind of worked to a certain degree. Um, and then obviously, so she's trying to convince them to kind of break out and escape. Duke is basically saying, I know who you are. And we get a backstory for the Baroness, which is pretty cool as well. So, and again, it's very similar to what we sort of know about. I think he he actually calls her um, Anastasia. What's the surname? It's got, um, I think, does he say it on here? Um, Sister, Sister Rovnia, I think Sister it is. Rovnia, Sister Rovnia. Yeah. And um, that is the name that he gives her, like her kind of real name. I know it's kind of like Decobre in some places as well, but like I believe that's almost like a is that like a married title? Uh, like she marries the Decobre at one point in her life. Uh, well, you know what, Mark said, and I were actually talking about this not that long ago, and yeah. you know he he was, he, you know he's more up on it than I am, obviously. But uh, whenever Decobra was originally mentioned in the comic, it was kind of like a pseudonym, like she'd made it up, yeah, off the cuff. And then it just kind of got put into file cards, and then it just kind of became fact, yeah. And it was a little bit weird. And then I think the this that whenever I talked with Mark, as I recall, this Cizarovna may have originated in an episode of gi joe renegades that yeah, would have been the, written by eugene's son yeah that's cool so they're kind of utilizing that surname for her then basically like that second name for yes her, i believe cool. so um i'm gonna yeah so at this point i'm, I'm gonna tell you that we did i i had planned to do to talk about this issue kind of in detail but i'm gonna i'm gonna save that till maybe next week when we talk about any other kind of aspects maybe even talk about it with mark on the talking joe side of things and tim 
Um, so we'll get into detail on that another time. Now, I'll also say that we were going to also talk about the preview for the next issue. But considering that continues the spoilers a little bit, I'm not going to show any kind of images and we'll just kind of like leave it at this point uh, and explain that some absolute action kicks off. Like, and when I say new character in introductions, I also mean like there's like a there's almost like a new troop introduction as well, which is kind of cool and something I'd never really thought of again, or like never really thought of in the past being a thing. And I, what I like what they've kind of done here, but um, that's a conversation I think, Pat, that we can have maybe next week once you've read it and got your thoughts okay. together, and when we've given enough people enough time not to be spoiled. So, with that said, we're going to jump straight to the next part of the comics news, and that is in that Marvel compendium situation. Cool, that was stressful. I had to zip through how many... <laughs> I literally had to go like... <laughs> like that, so it, would, so it wouldn't come back and be like on a, on a spoiler. Anyway, that was hilarious. So right, we're continuing the, in the comics then. Let's talk this A Real American Era compendium, Pat. Is this something that, that uh, buzzes your berries? Are you excited to hear there's going to be a collected, uh, like, you know, uh, volumes of these? As we get farther and farther away, further and further away, actually. Uh, from as we the, get further and farther away. <laughs> as we get further away. Time is time is further, I believe, not farther. Yes. Farther is actual true. distance. That's true. Uh as we get further away from the time that the original issues were published, I kind of feel bad sometimes actually breaking out those books and looking through them. So to be able to get 50 of the books, to be able to sit and read them for 65 bucks, that's a great deal. I am wondering how many of Larry's corrections are going to be in this, because that mm. to me is kind of important. I believe um because they've been working very closely with larry and larry's had a lot of good things to say about the skybound team um including the fact that they've been very um you know respectful of him and his choices and all that kind of stuff so i think you're probably going to see a lot of larry's kind of corrected elements in this i would i'd imagine and if anything they might have, they probably would have run it by him to say this is what we're going to be doing do are we gonna like should we are we doing this in like as it was or are we doing this in a way that kind of like corrects some of those like little errors and i, I imagine that will be worked with larry and you know larry would be involved in that conversation because like i said they have been very respectful of larry and larry seems to have nothing but good things to say about them yeah i would prefer it just to be with all of the original intended corrections because you're also perhaps getting a new audience with this this is an opportunity if you are somebody who's just introduced to G.I. Joe, uh, which actually is happening. I know that it's not happening in maybe the numbers that we'd love it to, but there are some younger people who are being introduced to G.I. Joe because the figures are cool. Um, and it would be nice for them to be able to pick up some of the most important issues of the yeah. entire run and have them be corrected the way that Larry wanted them to be. So um, that's what I'm hoping. We're being we're being asked in the comments about corrected elements, question mark, and examples of which there was one that Larry did very recently um, and posted about it as well. I think we talked about it on the show actually. We did, didn't we? Yeah. It was um, that is it speech from um, was it Duke or Hawk? I think it's Duke, it, isn't it? It was Hawk actually Hawk, yeah. in okay. issue number one, and the Skybound reprint of number one contains it. From from what I understand, I didn't pick it, it up. I have so many copies of issue number one. 
where he's just addressing the troops. And I think that he's talking about, you know, how they won't really be remembered. Right. And it's kind of a, a very gritty line to be in the comic. And I think maybe that was why it was changed. Uh, but it's a lot better and fits with a the theme that Larry kept all the way through 155 if it was the way that he originally intended it, if you ask me. So I like that they made that change. The other one that comes to mind, I mean, is issue number 21 important to G.I. Joe? I'd say so. Yeah. And a there's, there's a shot of Scarlet whenever she's being held captive of the hole above her closing shut. And the way that they originally colored it, it didn't close shut. So they kind of needed to make that correction, and they did in subsequent reprints. But, um, you know, that's the kind of thing that I think would be important to get into this book. There was one as well that wasn't the, like uh, they colored one of the windows in or one of those big kind of spaces in wrong. And, or didn't. I think you're right. It, it, yeah, like, the, the, yeah, there were a bunch. There were a bunch. Yeah, three windows behind Cobra Commander, so that was it. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Um, uh, oh, Ed says the color mistake on issue 21 is another thing. The panel of Scarlet being locked in the dungeon was supposed to be monochrome. Interesting. Oh, um, huh. I mean, I, yeah, there's going to be lots of little details. I think that they might iron out on this uh, in, in this in this volume, and we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll have we'll, we'll be able to find out in October. Uh, the second, in to be precise, and for 64.99, if you want the entire run from 1 to 50. And then, of course, Volume 3, I guess, will be 50 to 100. I guess Volume 3 will be 100 to 155, which would be awkward. <laughs> it's like ever so slightly bigger. I don't know how they're going to do that, how they're going to separate that cleanly. But um, maybe awesome. they'll just do... Maybe they would just do a final thing that just has all kinds of notes and awesome stuff in it. That'd be cool. That's true. Like, like, in a, yeah. The the thing was when I spoke when we spoke, I spoke to Mar Mark about this. Mark and I did a monthly episode very recently that covered this bit of news as well because it broke. I think the moment we went live, and um, basically we um, we were saying that um, we ex well because he's he's got examples of other volume compendiums that they've done uh, Skybound, and he said there's not really a lot of extra stuff that goes with it. Um, so yeah. like effectively just you know the issues and maybe like a an, a beginning and end sort of artwork or whatever <clears throat> but for, effectively it is just like a you know a big just you know it's the 50 issues effectively so i don't know i'm hoping that will be some padding as well like in one and two so that it it kind of makes sense page count wise with the with the other volumes anyway that's yeah. in the future surely that'd be like I don't know. Well, what about special missions? If they put that in there, that'll push it past the even number. That's genius. Uh, that was another thing we mentioned, actually. We said we don't know how they would do it. Like, would they do it in that order? Or would special missions be its own trade paperback? Or what have you? It'd be really I, yeah, nice I, to just be able to sit down and read them in the order that they came out. I think that was what we both kind of preferred when we talked about it. Yeah, that would be better, wouldn't it, Pat, actually? Because you, you get yeah. a better idea of timeline and you don't get confused. Yeah. And I don't, especially I don't when... really don't like having to flip from book to book whenever I'm reading a compendium. What? And then the edit, the note, the editor note says, uh, see issue 32. And you're like, oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if those little things will be cut out. Like if it'll or say... Transformers. G.I. Joe versus the Transformers. Oh my god, that was a convoluted mess, wasn't it? Of uh, trying to trying to like line those up. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Need General Hollingsworth colored consistently, plus add in special missions for volume two. Yeah, that's a good idea, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Travis says, good morning to the 24-hour G.I. Joe News channel. <laughs> this, is, this has turned into like ESPN for Joe News, hasn't it? Like it's literally yeah, 24 it hours. It's ridiculous. Uh, oh, collected order of battle would be cool too. Yes, Jamie Lynn. I suppose like the yearbooks and... Um, I, I agree, yeah. Yeah, all of that stuff would be great to have in the order that it was released in. That would be really fun, actually. Um, the yearbooks also had some original stories in them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Matt, Matt says the, the POW story in 62 to 67 and the special mission issue is one continuous story. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> ESPN, the Ocho. Yeah. Um, it, that was on, was that on uh, Dodgeball? Anyway, yeah. Go check out our Full Force Monthly uh, that Mark and I did for that one. That was a lot of fun chatting with Mark about. We did, it was basically a Skybound special, and we got in, we got deep into our enjoyment of A Real American Hero and, of course, the Energon universe as well. Right then, Pat. Um, I think that pretty much covers everything for comics. Um, let's move on now to whatever the next thing is, which I believe, actually, is Renegade Game Studios. <laughs> Johnny B54 says, Chris, been listening to you so much, I've developed a British accent. <laughs> I mean, I did do, I did this, Pat, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but on Thursday, I did two live streams, both of which, one broke two hours and one came very close to two hours. So it was effectively about four hours of live streaming on Thursday. That's isn't insane. That disgusting, isn't it? We're going we're gonna to break that today, though. Um, Renegade Con Virtual 10th Anniversary Edition um, basically popped up yesterday and they revealed a bunch of new role-playing game related G.I. Joe bits and bobs, um, including a beginner box, uh, the boot camp, for anyone uh, jumping on and wanting to get the uh, grips with the Essence 20 gaming system. And we also got a, a quartermaster's guide to gear, which is a source book that contains information on uh, battle dress, weapons and vehicles, and of course, how to use them. And the second volume for the Factions in Action, which is called Intercontinental Adventures, and has some pretty cool, interesting artwork on it, actually, that we'll probably be talking about uh, in a moment as well. But Pat, Renegade, Con the Renegade Game Studios continue to churn out G.I. Joe product. Um, interesting as well that they're going with this beginner box. Uh, is this something that would actually, this probably actually appeals to me a little bit, because uh, I feel really like... Um, overwhelmed and a bit daunted going into role-playing games uh well yeah i do too but i also know that i just don't have anyone to play with so so you can have a beginner's box a beginner's box uh for looking at uh, you're on your own with no one to play with right <laughs> you know maybe i should just so that when i get to one of the shows like ar uh because you know renegade has been there before yeah uh, doing demos and stuff maybe i'll actually know something before i get there and maybe that'd be like my one time a year where i actually get to play yeah um sorry it's, oh hello mark from talking joe hey bud we've just been we've been shouting you out earlier so if you missed it apologies um Sigian says, speaking of comics, I haven't cared about joe comics in years but boy i do now skybound is killing it absolutely i feel the same way honestly um, Ryan says, Ryan Daly says, I picked up the role-playing game core rulebook a couple of months ago on sale. Haven't played it, but it's a fun read. It's, I think we're all in that boat at the moment, aren't we? And Mark says, I have been listening to you so much now. I say Kitty said and refer to myself as we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot as well. 
Um, hardest working fan in the business right here. Yes, Ed. He's talking about you, I think, Pat. <laughs> well, behind the scenes quite a lot the last month, but no. Yeah. No, you, um, you have me beat. I, I didn't do a, a four hours of live streaming on Thursday. Oh, uh, cool. Matt has got uh, all the currently released RPG, mission critical, and deck building game stuff. And my Dune War for Arrakis board game just came in, plus my BTAS and TMNT IDW games. Um, cool. I do have quite a few as well. Um, down there at the bottom shelf that you can't see, I have a couple of mission criticals. I have a bunch of deck building games. And yeah and a role-playing book so i i haven't touched any of it yet um i did There's actually some renegade I, stuff back behind me too somewhere i did actually bust open the deck building game and i took pictures of every bit of art um, under under instruction by adam riches to do so <laughs> so i literally took do you, do you remember that this was like years ago when they first brought it out i, I shared it in the group you obviously didn't care or, or you probably like thumbs down well probably just because i have it true so. I had to take a picture of all the artwork for Adam and put it in that group. He's, I don't, I, I did it anyway, but it's, it's, it's really awesome. And that's one thing about these particular games. I love the varied designs, all of the new stuff they bring in, all of the old stuff they use. It's really cool that you've got all of this, like, all of these elements just kind of brought into this universe to make it even bigger. It's almost an even bigger universe, the Renegade one. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff that they seem to be bringing in, you know, they're not afraid to bring something in that was from one version of G.I. Joe into all of it. Firewall, so for example. That to me is cool. You know, it's it's the G.I. Joe sandbox and we're just all having fun in it. <laughs> Play date at Pat's house. Um, yeah, Firewall is one on there. Am yeah. I right in thinking that they've deco or they've colored? Or that might just be how she was colored in the issue. That she was in back in of the issues that she was in back in um Devil's Due, I think it was. But it was, yeah. It does look very um Missions Brazil mainframe, doesn't it? D deco wise. It does, yeah. I had that hadn't I, occurred to me. I wonder what if that's the laptop she has. I would have, uh, I'm sure I would have guessed that. I'm sure I would have guessed that before if that was her deco. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, Mark says, it seems like Tim, Finn, plays the Renegade game stuff once a year at Assembly Required, so Pat can join the once a year club. Yeah. That, oh, I, was there with, I was there with Tim. I just didn't play because I felt weird and didn't know how. <laughs> so did Tim, but he didn't care. He just kept asking questions, I imagine. Um, the Cobra version of the RPG is everyone sitting around asking, are we the baddies? Yeah, absolutely. Pastor Brogue, that's amazing. Um the art in these are so good. Love them all. Absolutely, Matt. I think uh, that I think you're right. Special on, Missions on Brazil Firewall. Oh, Mark says... Right. Yeah, I think he says... I think that picture is Special Missions Brazil Firewall, which was a one-off issue. She appears once okay. like this in the mainframe Special Missions Brazil outfit. I've been out-nerded by Mark there because he's absolutely right, and I completely forgot that. Completely forgot that's, that, that Firewall existed there. And Ryan Costello's in the house. He can explain everything for yes. us here, Pat. Tell us everything, Ryan. Uh, yeah, that's how Firewall looked in the Devil's Due Mission Brazil comic where she replaced Mainframe, who was dead at the time. Thank you, Ryan. Okay. And thank you, Mark. 
Uh, we really appreciate the, the extra information. In actual fact, Ryan, stay on and just keep telling us what we're saying wrong. <laughs> Please. We've also got Steeler on there and, uh, oh, Sherlock from the obviously late IDW um, issues, later IDW issues. Um, what were the other names, Pat? Because you, you picked them out and I can't see because they're too far away on my um, screen. Agent Helix, Taurus, Dusty, and Bulletproof. Nice! Bulletproof. That's a, that's a nice random addition. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taurus is quite a, a random one as well, but I we have I have seen Taurus actually in the in like the R not the RPG, but in the uh Renegade Game Studios universe, as it were. Um but it's a yeah, nice that's variety cool. of some underutilized Joes. Absolutely. Dusty as well, like thrown in there. That's a nice one. Uh, thank you to Zartan. This is the actual Zartan, by the way, for the the super chat. Very appreciate, very appreciated, appreciated Zartan. Thank you. Speaking of comics, May the fourth is Free Comic Book Day, and there will be an Energon Universe comic. Go to your local shop and buy something while you're there. Thank you, Zartan, uh, for putting the pressure on. Um, May the fourth. What does that fall on? That's in two days. So that would be Monday or Tuesday. What day is it? Yeah. So Saturday, May the 4th. Sunday, Monday. It's, it's March the fourth. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's true. March and May are different months. Yeah, I, I think I've only just realized that. That's Actually, that gives me plenty of time. That gives me plenty of time. Thank you, Zartan. Yeah. Really appreciate that, mate. Ryan says you're doing great. Thanks, Ryan. We need we need that. We need that encouragement. But anyway, phenomenal. I like really nice that we're getting a beginner's box um, for, like I said, for people jumping on who aren't au fait with all of this information they don't know essence 20 and all that stuff it gives a a good a good like like yeah like a base a base camp to get or a boot camp to get stuck into so i really like that um like that old expression march the fourth be with you thank you talking joe thank you mark for that um then next up we have the Quartermaster's Guide to Gear source book. I love that they've got Mirage on here. That's really cool. That's a, that is a uh, that's a really nice kind of like nod to an underutilized character, isn't it? It is, yes. And uh, then you're even using some of the mech suits from Pursuit of Cobra in the back. Totally. That's something that I loved about the Pursuit of Cobra. I love the mech suit thing. I love that one. I ha I remember only be I was only able to get I think the um, the Cobra one with the with the new driver. Um, I forget what it's called now. The Crimson Horseman was it? Uh, no, Crimson. Who came Horseman, with the mech suit? That would have that was a, a Cyber Viper, right? It was Cyber Viper. Yeah, it was like Wild Weasel's head on. Uh, yeah, the, I remember that Viper body. I, I do remember that, but I remember that I loved that mech suit. I thought it was the amazing. Crimson Horseman came with the Crimson uh, Hiss tank. Crimson yes. Hiss, yeah, yes, Crimson Hiss. God, that is, but that was I love that mech period, and it seemed to kind of like disappear pretty fast. Yeah, and there was the other wave of them too that didn't come out. Was that the one with Alpine, or did Alpine come out? Alpine did not. The second wave would have been Alpine with one mech, and the other one was uh, Desert Scorpion. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah. We, I feel like we talked about this years ago on the show. Years ago. Yeah, but, I lucked out actually because I had gotten the figures, but I didn't have the mechs. And then one of them got posted on eBay. Hey, it was open auction. It went for what it went for, but it went. Somebody put it on eBay during JoeCon. 
and Ooh, nobody nice. was looking on. No one's aware. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's that's not usually it's not usually the case that you get lucky in those kind of situations, is no. it? Especially with. Yeah, and at that point, not I think not a lot of the people at JoCon were used to using the internet on their phones. I yeah, so, totally. Or yeah, using phones in really general. Lucky. They were just walking around right. with rocks, weren't they? Because this was like what the well, there was one year where you just couldn't get a connection. I think that was in Springfield. There was like <laughs> no internet inside the place. Oh mate, the amount of times that has been the case for conventions or for events or something. The worst, if you go to a sporting event or if you go to a concert or something, I see people posting like full videos live as they're watching a, an event. And I go there and I can't even get a friggin' like message out or like, I don't understand that. It's it's nuts. Anyway, Quartermaster's Guide has a lot of cool stuff on the cover, actually. We've got uh, the Eagle Hawk slash Tomahawk getting worked on by some green shirts, it appears. Uh, I think that is that the, it's the Ram, isn't it, in front of the mech? There is a Ram. Yep. Uh, and then you've got the armadillo, you've got Havocs, you've got uh, you've the got dragonfly. You want mate? Some mechanics as well working on the tomahawk or eagle. Yeah, I, d I, I just said green shirts, but I guess, yeah. Oh, okay. Green shirt mechanics to get really specific. Yeah, I didn't, um, catch, I didn't catch you say that. I just heard green. I, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's totally cool. Uh, you shouldn't listen to me anyway. For that. That's been proven about three times already today. Um, Ryan says, if you're wondering about the character selection, it's one for each role in the game. Commando, infantry, officer, ranger, renegade, technician, and vanguard. Brilliant. Thank you, Ryan. Was that for the beginner box? And we really appreciate that. Thank you for, again for the extra information. That's awesome. That's not a stolen pogo in the upper right-hand corner, is it? Um... I think it's just like a I think it's just like a like a mechanical arm that's working on something. Okay. I thought honestly, I thought it was a buzz bore. Because it looks like it's got those red like blades. Yeah, I'm seeing what you're talking about there, but I was looking at the thing behind it. It could be. That could be like a, a cobra level of stolen stuff. Ryan, can you please tell us, please? Um Oh, he said, I get to give input on a lot of art for the game, but I wasn't involved in this cover. I was as shocked as you that Mirage version 1 is front and center. <laughs> That's great, though, isn't it? That's really cool. I like that that stuff happens. Also, Ryan Daly has given us a nice bit of information here. May the 4th is a Saturday. Free comic book day is always the first Saturday in May. Thank you, Ryan. Much appreciated. Um, and March 10th is Mario Day. Thank you, Figure Six Pack. <laughs> Um, and also, Ed, thank you. So My goodness, Ed, thank you for the super chat. Wow. Celebrating the return of Chris and Pat to the Saturday 10 a.m. time slot. It's a little shot of nostalgia. <laughs> and I do miss you guys. Though I understand the need to change the weekly to Friday. Cheers, double effers. Thank you, Ed. We really appreciate the comment. Good and to the see Ed chat. back as well. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, he'd, been, he'd been not on on Fridays, which I totally understand. Good to see Ed back covering Pat's face currently as well, look. Like you can only just see the top of Pat's head. Pat's doing his best uh, overkill impression there. Do, do your overkill impression. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. That's amazing, mate. Um, oh, Ryan says, you're both right. They're analyzing Cobra Tech on that level. A buzzbore and a pogo. Oh, excellent. Fantastic. Uh, does that mean we're going to get a class that classified a classified GI Joe version of a Buzzbore and Pogo? Then, like, well, obviously the Star Brigade one, the Invader, or was that Cobra as well? That was Cobra as well, though, wasn't it? So we we don't even have one. 
we don't even have cause it was. So yeah, we're gonna well, we we getting like, yeah, so confirmed guys, classified buzzbore and pogo and GI Joe repaints. I'm just kidding, of course. Um right. But oh, it's gonna be Robosin. It's gonna be a Robosin pogo that will actually oh, jump. Could you imagine the danger of that? <laughs> Every time it lands, it just obliterates because it's like made of plastic. Um Chris G says March the 10th, also my 50th birthday. Chris G celebrating his 50th anniversary of life. Um 10 years behind the G.I. Joe brand, but that's awesome, Chris. Awesome, mate. Um, big, big 5-0 on March the 10th. Hope you have a great birthday. Anyway, that's the and we also have a couple of um bits of art and interiors for the source book as well. How cool is this? The hammerhead pat underwater, the whole thing. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, I was having trouble figuring out who that cobra was on the right. We we both kind of said it looked like a vague range viper. So Brian will be able to uh, explain or confirm or deny that, I imagine. But um, yeah, I, I, it's nice, again, seeing underutilized vehicles as well, isn't it, really? he Maybe he just didn't want his bullets to get wet, so he took those off and we don't recognize them. That could exactly be what the situation is. Um, I, I think the more I look at it, I mean, it just it just screams Range Viper, doesn't it? It like, does, yeah. It can't really be anything else, can it? Was there a cheeky repaint of the Range Viper for some sort of underwater figure? No, just the Rock so. Viper. Just the, yeah. And uh, Skullbuster. Skullbuster, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right, well, that's lovely. Pretty sure it's a Range Viper, says Ryan. Okay, cool. We're in agreement. Cheeky Range Viper uh, utilizing the hammerhead there. Um, and then, of course, we have... Oh, past the pro, you said. I wonder if the water robot is in this book. Does someone drive those? Uh, that's a question for Ryan Costello. Ryan, maybe you can either confirm or deny that for past the pierogi. Thank you very much. Well, maybe he's not uh, allowed to confirm. Well, you might not be able to do either, but he'll be able to say something like uh, "I can't say" or "Go f yourself." I don't think he'd say that. Obviously, that'd be really harsh, wouldn't it? Uh, I guess robot answers that says past the pierogi. Yeah, but uh, Ryan might give, be able to give some. In, might be able to explain. We will. We'll see. Anyway, that's the hammerhead. We also got the mamba, which is really cool. And something we noticed on this one, Pat, gyro viper in the middle, two regular vipers on the uh, outside. Yeah, that's kind of the way that I prefer it because, um, well, are those regular vipers? Now that I'm looking at it, now I'm questioning whether or not that's true. I just figured they were looking at that one like furthest to the right. It just looked like two red shoulder kind of pieces a chrome visor and the goggles yeah, but then the one on the left almost looks like it's uh that viper oh. that that the, the that uh, viper. seven did what yes yes i wonder if that is uh ryan says i can only confirm what's been previewed and the water robot is not seen in any of the art or text previews thank you ryan maybe we'll find out soon then pastor Barogi. um what Someone says Techno Viper question mark. Oh, actually, that's not a bad shout. Yeah, it could be a Techno Viper. I uh, need to look at this. Kind of much yeah, I think it is a Techno Viper. You mean a Techno, 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 Techno Viper? Yeah, I think, it might, I think it may be because it has kind of the purple and then it has the stripes on the helmet. It's got a lot of silver, but um, it is a Techno. It is 100% a Techno Viper. I just zoomed yeah, in. Techno Viper. And it's got those, yeah, it's got those kind of like. You know the kind of pipes sort of situation. Um, yeah, yeah. You can, even though you're not going to be able to see it any better here, 
I zoomed in and it looks exactly like a Techno Viper. But at Can least you... it's not three Gyro Vipers, implying that you have to buy three Mambas, <laughs> set two of them aside, and then play with three Gyro Vipers and one Mamba. <laughs> uh, that would suck, wouldn't it? Because that drove me crazy about the uh, the stun. Whenever you'd see the stun with multiple motor right. Vipers. Right, yeah, and like we had to wait. Well, we never, we we only got, um, we didn't like we didn't even have like a Python motor Viper to rock no. with back in the day because no. that didn't come about until the Python Stinger. In I mean, the... as mailings, they offered motor Vipers separately, but oh, of course, yeah. So you could you could have done it. Stop complaining, man. Yeah, or just wait for some kids kid to break his. Those stuns <laughs> broke, so. At this point, we have more motor vipers than we do good stuns. That's true. Um, one looks like a strato viper, says Joe. I oh maybe that maybe it is a strato viper in the middle, Pat. Mm, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a gyro viper. Is it? Yeah, that's a gyro viper. Yeah, it is. I, I'm I'm almost. 100% certain it is zooming in right in on it. It's not a Strato Viper. Um, yeah, it's a regular Viper on the far right, being ejected from the Mamba. It is a Gyro Viper in the middle, almost certainly, and a Techno Viper. How do, they, how do they land in those things? Is that just like pure terror? Think, you know, it's a missile. Like in a big missile. <laughs> and you'd better just shoot, 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 and hope that whatever you're, you need to hit is in front of you. I, I don't know. Maybe it operates... You know, off the same technology as a flight pod, and it could just go wherever. That's hilarious. Joe's saying, I'm talking about on the far left. The far left one is uh, definitely a Techno Viper when zoomed in. Um, but again, we'll. I'm, I'm sure Ryan will be able to explain this. He's gone quiet, though, at the moment. We're going to have so, a, a five-hour five hour show today, and three hours of it is just figuring out which Cobras are inside the... 100%. I mean, we're already closing in on the end of the episode, and we've still got like 150 things to look at. Anyway, here's another um, example of what to get in that uh, Quartermaster's Guide. Um, here's a bit of like information about agent faces. Um, and yeah, this is kind of cool as well to have. Um, he, mentions, he mentions Zartan in this, or just Disguise. I don't think Zartan was, but yeah, but anyway. There you go. Just a bit of a bit more of examples of what to uh, to look at, what to see. Uh, Ryan says they land on faith. Those little side things. I would say they just kind of slide, crash, and come to a stop, like Sebulba in the pod race at the end. Okay. The phantom message, message, and then he just goes, "Ah, oh, puta!" Like the end, like that. Gets all angry because he crashed. Um, anyway, that's that. We also get Intercontinental Adventures, uh, Factions in Action, Volume 2. And this is a fun one because obviously it features a uh, what is uh, the 3-0 Storm Shadow design uh, for Storm Shadow on here, which is kind of cool, including one of the poses they put the uh, figure in for the promo images, which is kind of fun. We've got Classified Zartan. And um, also on that, because the, sorry, this, inter this uh, book will feature some more factions like the Arashikagi, the Dreadnoughts, and the October Guard, right? Uh, they're all kind of represented on this cover, Arashikagi in Storm Shadow, Dreadnoughts in Zartan, and the October Guard in the back there. But also we notice these. Um, so it looks like Backstop, uh, Wolf Spider, and, if I'm not mistaken, the right arm of Glenda 
right there. Um, would you concur on those? Yeah, I, I would. I would agree for sure. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Looks like uh, Glenda, and then at the top, what do we have? Uh, Horror Show, Dinah, Shraj, um, Stormavik, Stormavik, and Gorky. Yeah, right? Lieutenant Gorky. Yeah, that's Lieutenant correct. Gorky. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, amazing stuff. Got the whole we've got most of the October Guard. Oh, Ryan says good eye. Yes, we got it. We know. You know it. what I always liked about Backstop is how the part of him that sticks up out of the vehicle is the part of the design that is armored on the figure. Yeah, like, it's I genius. really like that design. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I also I'm with you on that one. It's almost like when you get in a kayak or a canoe and you got one of those like uh, little things, little kind of web things that go around the the seat that you go in, so it keeps the water out of the kayak. So it's like you're all you're like the the bit the exposed bit at the top. It's not the same, but that's what it reminds me of. I can just imagine him getting in that tank and like locking his armor into the section of the that tank, and then just being right. I'm just out here in the open still. I've got armor on. But if anything hits me, I I can't move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind Amazing. of what I picture as well. I kind of wish that the armor on him matched the tank. Yeah, because the yeah, of course, it's completely different, isn't it? It's like green, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wear a suit of armor from the waist up when I'm in the kayaks, as Ryan as well. <laughs> That's why you keep like going under. So I keep uh, capsizing. Um. Ed says, wow, this artwork really ties the universe together. I love all the different eras and uniforms they throw into these things. Absolutely. Um, oh, figure six-pack says, isn't Metalhead a hockey fight analyst and backstop a hockey player? There should have been a two-pack. Where does it say Metalhead is a hockey analyst? Is that in his file card? Or is that in like the Deke series? I don't know. I, don't know. I did not know that. That's news to me, figure six-pack. Um, does that mean the paralyzer is kind of like backstop is wearing a pair of armored pants? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say yes to that, Ed. 100%. It's on his file card. I don't remember that at all about being a hockey analyst for Metalhead. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's called a skirt, says Lightfoot. You're right, it is. Um, I've used one many a time and uh, still managed to get water in my kayak. Still get, I still managed to get wet from the waist down somehow. Um, anyway, Kitty said, that is everything from uh, RPG, I believe, Pat. You'll be able to tell me. That is next everything thing. from the RPG, yes. We are moving on to <laughs> some fun stuff. Here we go. It's Pat's favorite. It's listings time. I mean, it's a lot of, oh, hockey fight analyst. Oh, that's even better. Um, sorry, yeah, it's listings time. So we also got a ton of classified uh, news as well um, that we've kind of condensed into this segment. We have uh, leak listings updates. We have images for not only Metalhead, but as of last night, Airborne, courtesy of AFB Eddie for Metalhead, and of course on, on X, and uh, Luke Poulon um, for Airborne, both in Canada. They've both been showing up there, those figures, which is, uh, I'm not jealous at all. And, of course, Walmart CollectorCon has announced dates for its CollectorCon, which we will get to shortly. And we'll also speculate on what we might be seeing there in that Night Force theme. Now, let's start, Pat. 
with this. So Angry Collector posted this little update uh, a couple of days after we dropped the news about the Pulse exclusives and possible Stardust to PulseCon exclusive. Um, Raptor will be the SDCC exclusive and Stardust is confirmed as the PulseCon exclusive, both deluxe figures, obviously. And um, with that, we've obviously updated our listings. It's interesting, though, that we had these for the longest time. We've been looking at them for the longest time. We've had the characters for ages, and we just didn't know that they were the, you know, the con exclusives for this year. So that's nice to know. Ticks a box and uh, clears that off. But the other thing I'll throw in there is MM, the MM designation that you see on these leaked listings, not where it says, not where it says MM Sarge. That just means Mad Marauder Sarge. But where it says MM on the listing, that is a Pulse or PulseCon exclusive in this case. So Pulse related. And if we get into those listings now, we can see that obviously the HMS, which was revealed over uh, the live event, the fan stream a, a couple of days ago, that is a Pulse exclusive. So there you go. Um, that kind of like confirms that a little, uh, another element of that. Uh, Raptor SDCC, as I just said, um, Mad Marauder's Sarge was TNS Buttercup, and he is a slightly different kind of uh, format in that sense. Um, MM Scooby VH is the Cobra Ferret with the Ferret Scout, which was also revealed render-wise, and that also is very likely going to be a Pulse exclusive. Um, if it isn't, it'll be a surprise. I'm, I'm pretty sure it will be. That, that makes sense. This is the trouble bubble. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and of course, we just mentioned that Starduster being an MM designation is a Pulse Con exclusive. The fact that it's so an MM. He'd better come in a cereal box. Oh, mate. Kitty said. Anyway, yeah, yeah he better come in a cereal box, uh, which I might be doing if they do actually put a cereal box on that figure. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the displeasure. So it's going to be a special package. And I think that <laughs> I said cereal box Starduster. I think I said that on a monthly, didn't I? Those yeah. Like one of my dream items. Yes. Phrasing. Yeah. Uh, 100%. That, yeah. I, I'm, I'm expecting. He actually came with like some of the equipment from the sides of the package, too. That'd be. Awesome. Oh, oh, yes. I mean, there's, there's like a ton of things that they could do here. And I think, is, yeah. I do hope there's something that ties him into the Dragonfly release in a, in a way, like some sort of like, you know how we talked about the jump pad possibly being included with him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm if you have a jump... He's just going to have his own cereal that he's going to come with. That's probably going to be it. You think so? Just like, I would love Wait, it if he not? actually came, if he came with a box of action stars, actual yeah, action stars that you could actually pour out and eat. Oh well, you know what? That that'd be pretty cool too. Yeah, if What's they like, uh, figured out the flavor of them. And... Well, Funko do that, don't they? They, they do, do, yeah. Or they did. I'm not sure if they do it anymore. But I used to go into Fye uh, occasionally and just see like absolute walls of blooming uh, cereal. And I even got There's I think an alien universe one. Yeah, I got I got a Skeletor one. Yeah, the Skeletor uh, cereal, and got a little Skeletor Funko Pop about yay big, and an alien one as well, a little aliens one. Um, they were really fun, but they all taste the same, um, and they would be gross. They probably wouldn't be as nice as the ones originally, would they? Did you ever have Action Stars? Are they also gross? They're really, they weren't that good. You just pretended they were because they were G.I. Joe and you wanted more. Yeah, and you wanted Stardust. They were, they were a little bland, to be honest, compared to, there was no marshmallows. It was, I don't know, they, they weren't as sweet or 
specific like it wasn't like they tasted particularly honey like they were i don't know not not that great what is this vintage blasphemy pat this is, I, i'm not i'm not i'm not accepting this from you from the vintage era it's it's very it's always positive there has to be somebody else who ate action stars that's in the comments right now and they they could give their own honest opinion but as cereals went in the 80s you know like the the number one licensed cereals teenage mutant ninja turtles that was the best of all yep. the life cereals in my mind. The and action stars is somewhere in between. Yeah. Do you know what my favorite toothpaste was? Uh Pepsodent. Did you fly to India to get the Joe's? <laughs> no, I wasn't aware of that at that time. No, it was the turtle. They had turtles. Um, kind of like it was like green, like bright, like neon oh, green ooze, like ooze, basically, like mutagen. And it was so tasty. Like I could have eaten that that toothpaste. Hmm. It was like it was like a mint Oreo or something. It was so good. Um, anyway, M Price says one hundred percent bland. Okay, so somebody chimed in. Yep, and so does Ed. It was bland then. Would probably be insanely sugary by today's standards. Yeah, well, but M Price isn't. True. M Price isn't talking yeah. about. Okay, he's talking about. And Evan uh, Foster also says it was bad. Okay, so I'm not the only one. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. But you did M eat price. It because I yeah yeah I wanted uh I, I wanted um more boxes so you just you just ate it and said that it was good even though it wasn't uh, M price said 100 bland but he was talking about the episode um oh. <laughs> he was talking about the listings it's like can you just this is Pat hates this because it's bland that's why um Oh, Ed says TMNT cereal was Rice Checks and Lucky Charms marshmallows. Uh, I was not a fan. Oh, I loved um, it. Yeah. Um, this. Oh, did. Oh, was right though. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. It's uh, everyone's everyone's chiming in here. Action stars were basically Lucky Charms without the marshmallows. Yeah. I must be the only person that liked TMNT because Yojo no, OC also says TMNT was gross, but there yeah. were multiple TMNTs. The one I'm talking about is the one that Ed said, where it's uh it was the rice checks with the Lucky Charms marshmallows, which he wasn't a fan of either, which is quite funny. I, um, I like. It. I I must admit, I think as a kid when I used to have like fancy cereals, it uh, I don't care what it tasted like, it was usually the best thing ever because it was you know the fun, the, all the fun of the fair. Like I remember Frosties would always have toys in them. Rice Krispies would always have toys in them. I know you call them Frosted Flakes and probably something else. Oh, we called them Ricicles actually. Um, I know I'm thinking of rice schools and rice krispies are two different things, actually. I think, I think, as I'm getting confused, but also cocoa pops, which I know you guys didn't have. You had cocoa puffs, I think, we which were like chocolate puffs. versions yeah, of sugar different. puffs. We did have cocoa pops at one point, those did come out here, but not when I was younger. I'm pretty sure it was like a limited time thing. Cocoa pops were great. I was, I was so drawn into cocoa pops. Anyone, everyone in the UK, hear me out on this one. They were like real crispy little small things. They're like Rice Krispies, but they were small. They were like chocolate. And they turned them milk chocolatey and all that kind of jazz. And there was a whole um, series of like animals that were the, uh, it was like a monkey that led the whole thing. And then like a giraffe and loads of other like characters. And you'd get loads of toys in these. So like I was all about either the Spokely Doakleys that you put on your wheels um, or yeah. the reflective they'd always be bike things they'd always be like yeah, bicycle the, things that would clip the garfield like, bike ones were popular yeah i loved all that stuff did you have this um, guy these guys what 
Oh, what's that? It's a robot that turns into a space shuttle. What was that in? Uh, this was from. It was. I think it was just various Kellogg's products. I'm pretty sure. Like, actually, this was in Pops. I think. Damn. Yeah. There's like a Damn. set of four of them. Yeah. We need to do. We need to do an episode, don't we, on um, cereal. Cereal. We need to do action, yeah. action stars, and then go yeah. straight into like all the other stuff we've uh, ever had. That's amazing. That would be a, actually that would be a, an entire podcast channel. I think we just did. I think that we need to talk about GI Joe again. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so that's your that's your listings all updated. Uh, Roadblock and Tripwire were boo boo. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. Then we've got images of Metalhead. Uh, yeah, I know we're coming up to an hour already. This is brilliant. Uh, Metalhead images in hand from AFB Eddie on X. Uh, what are you thinking, Pat? Are you? Uh, I'm, I know you weren't like a massive fan of Metalhead when it first got revealed. Um, any yeah, changes? Yeah, I'm not into good? this one. Um, there's there's not been a ton of of the figures that I've just been like ugh, about. And Metalhead's one of the ones that just it just doesn't work for me. I don't, there's probably several reasons why it doesn't. I do like the fact that the Iron Grenadiers logo is actually like a gold, shiny gold, rather than mm. just being yellow. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, it doesn't seem like the um, the uh, cold slither is that prominent, but maybe it's just the angle of these photos. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know. I liked the color and, and the way that the other one looked. If they're going to make a new helmet, I kind of liked the pre-production like concept helmet that he had, and mm. in concept he also had purple on him. I don't know. I, this just isn't my cup of tea. I, I don't really like this one very much at all. And, and I like Metalhead a lot. I just I, I'm worried that they're afraid to put out some of the Deke era and the '90s era era characters without having extra pop to them. Obviously, right. we just saw Nagahide as well, and. I think they're they handled Nagahide much better than they handled Metalhead. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about that in a second in more detail in a second in about an hour. Um, we also got Airborne as well. What are your thoughts on uh, Airborne? Did you have you been able to see some of these images um, yet? I did take a look. Yes, I think that they he's also great. I mean, the fact that they made multiple options for the helmet, I think was the right way to go. I know there's, a, there's loads of different things you can do with this helmet, which is kind of crazy and like. That the, is also like all the different looks, like no helmet, helmet normal, helmet with goggles, helmet with night vision, helmet with night vision up, face with goggles, face with goggles, helmet on, face with goggles, helmet on, night vision. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's like too many options here, basically. Yeah, there's um, a lot. Yeah, but it's, it's great. Good. I mean, that yeah, that's always going to be good. I like how prominent that little carabiner is as well, like how they've decoed that, so it kind of really stands out. Yeah, and they hit the deco right on the sculpt, so that's really good too. Yeah, it's really nice. It's good. Uh, yeah, and again, like a lot of people are a little bit concerned, I think, about the the figure not really portraying, or I don't know, like maybe not, maybe wouldn't be very strong in the kind of its native American, its indigenous American kind of roots. Mm. But I think he looks really good as in this figure, and I think you know, again, like there's a there's a there's a skin tone. Because it's a bit darker on this one as well. It looks like from the images anyway. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. it's really good. I think it came out really I, well. I'm thinking that's still true to the original figure. Yeah. You know, it, it, I, I think he still does represent that. 
actually, in my opinion. I, I could be wrong, uh, but you know, he he looks he looks to do that to me. So yeah, I agree actually on that one, big time. Um, and of course, we've got the full figure shots as well. Uh, it's the deco looks great on this one. I mean, I was I was kind of expecting it to again it was one of those ones that i wasn't expecting a great deal i wasn't like expecting like loads of crazy cool stuff really i would just thought it was going to be kind of a straight down the line sort of you know airborne figure and i kind of been really impressed with how he came out he it's kind of the same kind of uh feeling that when grunt came out i was like i was i was so like our oh, grunts coming whatever and then he came out and i'm like oh my god this is amazing like in hand grunt is so cool and i've got a feeling this is going to be the same thing with with airborne yeah airborne is also one of the ones of the vintage line that i feel like people don't give enough credit because totally. you know as figures go he is maybe a little bit basic you know he comes with rifle helmet and backpack which is kind of the basics but it's good that he has all three yeah uh he's a little bit of an earlier figure so he doesn't have the full articulation of the neck and i think that you know he was one of those ones that was still around when our gi joe hit its peak with a cartoon but was not like the first character that people went for but yeah he's one of my joes when i was younger and i really like airborne i think that they did a nice job with him absolutely agree with that I love I love the padding on the elbow too. I didn't notice that before, but I really like that kind of addition on the uh, on the figure. Um, well, he had he had padded elbows; they just weren't padded as no, large, right? I mean, I mean, um, on the, the the as in a new sculpt on the figure on this classified figure. Oh, like, okay. I didn't okay. notice that he had it on on the on the classified images. So okay. in in my like seeing it now, I'm just I'm really glad that and it's really cool that they've got that. I just think he looks looks really cool. I agree. Um, yeah, amazing, amazing figure. I'm really into this one. I think what's next? Oh, yeah, we've got the Tampo as well. So that, I assume, is exactly the same as the original. But I'm only uh, assuming because I haven't looked at the other one. I didn't think it was, actually. I don't really recognize that Tampo at all. Like, I could be wrong. But I so he does have one, but yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's anywhere near... Um, yeah, it's it is right. So it's the same. But it's, it's just more normal. detailed. Is it? It's just more. Yeah. So that's the original. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. And it's just it's just been like it's just given a bit more detail and lines and extra oomph and what have you. Hmm. So yeah, it's this it's the same one but slightly updated, I guess, in that case, or probably more realistic, um, based on his um, yeah, his yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, that's cool. everything. I didn't realize that that was actually that little uh, winged symbol at the top on the original one. I will also, I, I've got to say this is true, actually. And again, I always forget this because I don't, I don't think it, it, it only stands out to me in certain figures where the weapon is more iconic than the actual figure is. But like in terms of this one, like Airborne, that M16 with the bayonet, I'm really surprised they didn't kind of go with that because that yeah. is quite iconic for this figure, isn't it? I, I have to agree, yeah. And I, I even saw, I forget who it was, commented on one of the other live streams that you did uh, that they were going to swap it out and give give him a Crimson Guard rifle in order to make it look a little bit better. And I, I have to think that, that probably is going to look a little more like Airborne. Yeah, after yeah, I, again, it's only a slight knock on the on the on the decision there. But I, sometimes I do think that the the weapons are just as iconic as the characters are. Sometimes, like in in a lot of cases, actually. 
you know, in some in some cases, I think like the Baroness, for example, I don't think she necessarily has an iconic weapon. I think she has a weapon that you associate with her, but you see her so so much, you've seen that character so much, utilize so many different forms yeah. and weapons and all sorts, that it's not like the Baroness needs that. And like the, like Snake Eyes, though, I feel like he needs the Uzi. I feel like, you know, he needs that Uzi. I feel like I um, I feel like Helix needed her like some semi-automatic pistols. I felt like, right. and she's she's not even like that, you know, uh, uh, you know, as, as doesn't have. Yeah, and, and they need to have a really big magazine sticking out the bottom of them too. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Zorana needed her like you know weed whacker, uh, and they kind of upgraded that a little bit. But they I did. feel like I feel like she, you know she kind of, it's quite iconic that that weapon with that vintage figure. I think personally. Um, anyway, that is, um, you know, there's there's other examples, obviously, that I'm uh, missing completely. But anyway, um, yeah, no, not the worst thing in the world, anyway, and it still looks great. Um, right then, CollectorCon, Walmart have announced that the sneak peek, I wonder if that's, yeah, I know, classified night for sneak peek confirmed begins March. It would be 7th. funny if it was sneak peek. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't yeah. it? Oh my god, what an absolute in right in front of your face drop that would be. Uh, we do need to get sneak peek sooner rather than later. I said that in the 25th era, and then it didn't happen, and it didn't happen, and it didn't happen, and, they and then it kind of was a problem. Yep. Yeah, right at the end, it was a problem. Yep, so there I needs agree. To be sneak peek soon. Sneak peek needs to be here because, again, like I can't talk about iconic accessories, Pat. You could eat like that would sell a sneak peek, wouldn't it? That giant microscope, uh, uh, telescope thing that he's got, that kind of what's it called? Periscope. periscope. Yeah. Periscope. That bad boy. And the cl classified scale, you could make it so that you could look through the bloody thing. Oh you my could. God. Yeah. yeah, you could. And that would be a really cool. I mean, that'd be expensive because now you're adding two mirrors at least into it, as well as uh, probably two lenses. So that, that would add quite a bit of expense to that accessory. Personally, I think probably to keep it cheap, you probably just need um, a lens up top because I can't I can't imagine that thing looking great just being painted. Like it's going to have to have a separate piece or something at the top. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. A, you know, a piece of plastic inserted for it to look it's, right. Yeah, it's going to need, yeah, just one like molded piece and then painted lens isn't going to look great. Yeah, I know what you mean on that one totally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it'd be kind of fun, like that's looking through a little <laughs> periscope yourself, just kind of like that'd be kind of fun. Um, but yeah, you're right. It would it would add so much. Uh, RKW says, so will this Walmart be the Mad Marauders Spirit and Low Light two pack? No, Spirit and Low Light is not a Walmart exclusive. It's Mad Marauders. Walmart is Night Force theme, guys. So no, um, that is kind of like a bit of what's it called, like. Oh, it's it's weird speculation, it's just because it came out around the same time as this announcement. But those Marauders um, leaks are like well early in production, kind of like production samples. Um, not like super early, but like early, earlier than usual. We're seeing them. Um, so no, they're not. It's not going to be Walmart at all. But um, yeah, uh, and the reason for that. Is because we sort of we know what the we know what format they're going to be sold in, 
Um, yeah. Anyway, Walmart, Night Force theme. Sneak peek, 3rd and 7th, 3-7, and then the actual drops on the 14th and the 15th of March. So we'll we'll see what they are before we can order them, uh, before everyone starts going, when can we pre-order them? When can we pre-order them? When can we pre-order I get that message about 40 times when I post something. Um, and then here you know it's going to be the 7th is a sneak peek, and the 14th and the 15th will be pre-orders. Now, what do you think we could see from the... I've got the OG lineup, the remaining lineup, Pat, that we haven't seen as Night Force figures. Any on here that you think could be possibilities that we might see uh, coming up? Hmm. Well, it feels a little cheap to say Outback just because, you yeah. know, we've, we've kind of had a couple of Outbacks and they've got that tooling now. They could just kind of make Outback. Uh, I really would like to see Sneak Peek, not just for the sake of Night Force, but for the sake of a standard Sneak Peek, a Tiger Force Sneak Peek, Oof. and the, you know, that you could you could almost do anything with a Brazilian Sky Patrol figure, maybe Oof. even make it out of new parts. But if you don't make it out of new parts, there's actually a couple of them that utilize Sneak Peek, the body and the head. Totally. So, uh, and also... Um, uh, Eco Warriors, the Brazilian Eco Warriors. That uses oh my God, yeah. So, like, there's a lot of use that you could get, at least out of the helmet. Maybe you wouldn't want all those guys having the same face at six inches. But yeah, please give a sneak peek soon so that we don't have that problem like we did with the 25th line. Um, I imagine it. I imagine if they're going to do, like you just said, if they're going to do like a sneak peek, but then also dip into like those foreign kind of reuses of the mold, I'd just assume they'd give them different heads like they did with Glenda and Scarlet. Um, you've got a different head for Glenda than you have with Scarlet, and that could have just been a. They could easily have just given her the same same head sculpt, but I'm glad they right. didn't. Obviously, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad they didn't as well. Yeah, but um, the body as well can be used, so it, it just needs to happen soon. And what do you think about Spearhead? Like Max, is that going to be like a smaller animal that would fit in with a standard sized figure, or is that going to be? Do you need to do Spearhead and Max as? A figure with pet. I think you do figure and pet, and you do him as a as a as a as, a, as the largest bobcat you can probably find, um, and then you know like to scale to a human, and then kind of articulate them appropriately because I don't think I think they could do a smaller scale animal articulated. I just I think they can. Like I don't think um, pork belly and timber are the smallest figures you can do with that articulation. I think. You could probably definitely get away with a with a bobcat um, in terms of that kind of size, but I would love to see a figure and pet. And it would be Spearhead and Sam was the uh, idea that someone uh, Jamie Lynn uh, posted on the uh, stream we did because we were talking about the whole fact that Spirit's um, animal in the Marauders pack is going to be called Neol which is uh, like the Navajo word for of the wind or the phrase of the wind. And that would be really funny if they renamed the redecoed Max in black, Sam or something. And then you could have Sam and Max. Sam and Max, yeah. How adorable would that be? Um, yeah, anyway, I don't, I, I'm not sure about, I, I think they, I think we'll get Spearhead and Max, I do. I do think we'll get them as a figure pet combination at some point in the future. So that kind of um, puts them off of the list of what we we would expect, right? I guess it does in a way because there's a well, there's a couple of things to this. Like 
I know that we've seen a lot of two packs recently, especially with um, yeah. Target. So we saw that Target tripwire and robot thing. They've never done that before. Um, they've done figure vehicle. They've done single figures. They've never done uh, two like a two pack. So it kind of makes me think, well, maybe Walmart might offer some different things because they've only done single release, single carded figures. They haven't done vehicles either. So I wonder if um, Walmart will be kind of like expanding their kind of like uh, exclusives to figure vehicles, figure pets and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I would I would assume we'll probably see Spearhead and Max regular before we see them in Night Force anyway, is my guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I would guess that you're right, that that would make a lot of sense on how to do it. I'm also going to say that doing uh, Lightfoot is not going to make sense with Tripwire out there right now, so he's probably off the list. Right, Pat is never going to be on the show ever again, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> uh, I think some good choices. I think a really bad choice would be to give us the existing Falcon in new there colors. We go. That would be Elephant awful. in the room. Elephant in the room has been addressed. <laughs> yes. But it would also be awesome if it was just a completely new sculpt. Yeah. Like brand new sculpted Falcon. And then squeeze. Because I would like them to do Falcon again to fix him. But really what we need yeah. is eventually a better Falcon. So probably just put some time in between. Let us heal over that. And uh, don't do Falcon either. So I'm going to say... Even Outbacks too soon. I'm, I'm going to go with, um, uh, well, let's see. We don't have any flame. Well, we don't have any flame troopers, but are they going to think of barbecue as a flame trooper? No, I think Torch is the only flame guy at the moment. But in terms yeah. of the Joes, we don't really have a flame guy. So Charbroil would probably be on the list and be fine. I think the him, big him seller, though, Torch. that everybody wants... Out of this listing, everybody wants Shockwave. That would be the one I think, as far as the vintage figures, that's always one of the ones that's most popular. So I think a a Shockwave would probably actually that makes a lot of sense since they did Shockwave, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's going to be Shockwave. That's I, I wonder if I wonder if we might see a two pack in the same way that we saw with Target recently, and they've gone Shockwave that route with it, and we might yeah we might get like a either a like a Night Force Falcon with new head. Um, and like Outback or maybe Falcon with Shockwave or maybe Outback and Falcon. Because again, someone just mentioned a lot of repaints in the two packs so far. The obviously low light and spirit leak, yeah. that was it. That's a two repaints. Tripwire and Roblox, two repaints. So yeah, 100 yeah, absolutely. I think um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's probably a good a good shout that that's gonna well, be what it what it could be. The other thing is on the listings, we don't really have, we only have one Night Force listing that we know of and maybe one other that it could be. So we could be looking at uh, two two-packs. We could be looking at one two-pack and one single. We could be looking at some sort of like, I don't know, it could be anything that we're looking at on there, honestly. Um, but we'll see, I guess, come the sneak peek. I'll I tell mean, you what, it if it's not sneak peek. not on this list. We also oh, yeah, could... keep that in mind. I mean, you've got, you've got uh, multiple characters that have been in Night Force in like since uh, just but like off the top Ben of my was head. in the Night Force, so it could be anybody. Yeah, Freestyle, Lady J. Um, yeah, Freestyle, that'd be a good one. Who's the um, made main one that I was thinking of just then, and then it left my head? Hit and Run. So there's a lot of people that have been like added to the Night Force in later years, and then of course there's the fact that 
so many new characters have been kind of done in the this in this way so far with G.I. Joe. We've had, you know, what have we had? We've had Big Ben and the Range Viper, which was Big Ben has never been in Night Force before. And then you had Shooter and Mole Rats. Shooter, never been in, in Night Force before, kind of was in that special uh forces set that was sort of like an homage to Night Force, but I suppose you right. could say that. And then you had uh, Mole Rats, which was brand new. Wolf Spider, brand new. Like just really like brand new figures have been done in with the Walmart stuff. So I wonder if they'll probably do a few repaints to kind of offset that a little bit now. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. Maybe a bit of both. I don't know. Um, I'd love to see Repeater actually as well. My goodness, I'd love to see Repeater and Muska. All of them. Psych out. Oh, could you imagine Psych out? How cool he would be. Yeah, but I want them to do a really nice job with Psychal. Like really nice. I mean, yeah, they still ca they still can. <laughs> um, Night Force Action Man is a good shout, Viper. Absolutely. Nunchuck. Nunchuck oh, was Nunchuck. in Night Force technically, and there yes. is the one that they could make and and do a uh, maybe the Shadow Ninjas Nunchuck encountered as Night Force. That'd be that actually would be so cool. Um, I'd, I'd just love to see hit and run on, on a, honestly at this stage. Anyway, let's move on now, Pat, to uh, <laughs> the next part of the show, an hour and 13 minutes in. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're going to talk live stream now. Let's get it done. That was also quite nerve wracking because I had to switch slideshows in a very short period of time as well. Right then, guys. Yes, fan stream reveals reaction. Pat, I've already gone. I've done about four hours on this already, um, but we can kind of zip through it. Uh, okay. Uh, pace, I'd imagine. We we're not in a rush necessarily. We don't have to rush it, but we'll we'll get to the main points and then we'll move through like that. Right. So, boom. Character name reveals. We'll start with now. They did two at the beginning, and they did um, Emily dropped an extra one at the end of the show, and they were the Saw Viper, Dial Tone. And frag viper starting with the saw viper pat uh what are your thoughts of them including this and in, in the classified series uh this is the era where i was really getting heavily back into gi joe so cool. i love the fact that they're doing the saw viper i will say though that if you notice the accessory that saw viper has there is not the one that he's pictured with in the card art so yeah I think that it would just be really cool if he came with a couple of options of mm. some very heavy weapons. That's the thing that I would look for from Saw Viper. Absolutely. And would you expect one of them to be taller than him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Could you imagine if they gave him a weapon into scale to that vintage figure? Oh my goodness. Yeah, that thing is like that was like another figure. It was like a they two pack in one of the twelve-inch accessories. <laughs> Actually, I think that's a full-size uh, accessory they packed in there. To be honest, this one probably would look pretty good with a six-inch figure, wouldn't it? Yeah. They can just take. They can just buy a bunch of Saw Vipers card <laughs> right. and take them. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yes. Anyway, Saw Viper, good good addition for me. I'd have to say, obviously, such a big character in the GI Joe lore. Um, you know, responsible for the deaths of a lot of GI Joe characters in the comic. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, and obviously, like, yeah, I think you could do. 
I think you could kind of do something really cool with this one. And I think the Saw Viper probably does lean into that kind of army builder as well, even though he's kind of he feels like he feels like his own character, but obviously he's not. He's one of many. Um, so I think they could play it up with like a an almost Saw Viper officer sort of vibe in like a multiplayer oh, yeah. of these guys. Yeah. I don't know what you'd do like deco wise, but I definitely think you could, you know, maybe make one of them a little more charismatic or, you know, I don't know. Well, look, you, you probably could just, I mean, this is just me loving all the pre-production stuff. If you look there at the card art, notice how his gloves are black and the elbow yes. is purple and then it yeah. goes up to black. And then the 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 blue the boots are actually black. Yeah, figures kind uh, of opposite, isn't it? It's like a it is, yeah. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he also has like that arrow looking thing on his head painted black. And I think I think you could kind of go that direction and kind yeah. of make an officer out of one of them. But I don't know if that would be too bland for the classified to actually sell it as two figures, but you could uh, give them a different kit and and make that you know, differentiate them a little bit. Maybe what would be a good idea here, Pat, because um, you could do this with a single release, a single carded release. You could have that hel that kind of helmet head, um, like, uh, or, or maybe just a removable helmet, so you could yeah. there's a head underneath it. Do you know what I mean? Um, I was going to say maybe alternate heads, but if you're just doing a head and a helmet, that would work as well. And you could have them just either with the helmets on, and one of them could have the helmet off, and you've sort of at least got the army building option. And you've got the fact that one of them has got obviously way more character, yeah. way more like, you know, um, does, does, he doesn't, does he have the helmet off in the comic at any point? Well, it's at one point in the Devil's Due issues, he became overkill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but, I don't know. But maybe. I don't think they're going to go that direction. Um, no, I don't remember him ever having it off. I think that maybe did the uh, helmet break? And you could see his eyes through it. I don't know. All I remember is him kind of partying after the fact and drinking and kind of celebrating. Yeah, um, and Snake Eyes uh, not having that. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, anyway, um, Saw Viper's gun was mistakenly in two-up form and hasn't been resized properly, just like Shockwave's pistol. Right. I didn't realize that. I'm pretty sure that it was... Uh not downscales. I, I don't know if that was by mistake or by design. Like they may have been actually just trying to have the GI Joe stuff stand out a little more because there seems to be a few things that, uh, that the were scale massive. spearhead and mass spearheads rifle was massive. Wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think it, was. It, was, but it was pretty big. Yeah. That was well before this, but yeah, it, it definitely seems like that happened uh, on a couple of occasions. Um, okay, well, moving on from Saw Viper then, dude. Dial Tone, what do you think of his introduction? I'm really curious to see what they do with his equipment because I'm sure that whatever large communication stuff he comes with, somebody will undoubtedly say that he could just have a cell phone. And that's not really true if he doesn't have a cell tower. So <laughs> it never you know ends. I mean? Yeah, you need like, you need like a, then he needs a provider. Then he needs it. Yeah, there's so much that needs to happen in order for the cell phone to work. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, oh, I was right about the broken visor yep. and seeing the yep. eye. Mark kind has of confirmed for you there. So maybe um, you could do a broken helmet version, Kitty said. Maybe you could do like a broken helmet alternate head or something. That'd be maybe. kind of fun. 
That'd be yeah, to fun. indicate which one it was or to be time specific. I don't always like uh, battle damage stuff personally, but you could. Yeah, right. But if it's the option, I guess, you know, you don't if have to. If it's the option, sure. Sure. Um, someone's asked, is it male or female dial tone? Says Max. Um, it's uh, We don't know. They just said dial tone. But I would assume yeah, they're going to go. Probably, they'll, they'll probably go with this version, you know, uh, as opposed to Jill Morelli. They'll probably go with, um, with I forget his first, what's Jack, his first Jack. name? Jack. Jack Morelli. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I, I would probably assume that. I hope, or I could see them doing this part. I could see them doing some sort of like classified version with more like updated gear. And then I could see them holding out for a retro version with more retro style accessories, possibly. Well, we'll we'll get more to that later. But I, if if that's the case, oh, I yeah, wouldn't allow for that to happen. That's you a know, good point, actually. Like, yeah, that that's the ideal way that I would like to see retro stuff happen, is for the accessories to kind of define it a little bit closer to the to the mm. vintage version, and then there be a little bit more freedom in the the regular mainline classified. But uh, I don't know if that would happen. I do think, though, that you could get away with some with his classic backpack because, to be honest, I still don't really know what this is. It probably was something in in popular mechanics, or referred to something. Um, I think that there's concept. Wasn't there some concept stuff for Breaker that looked very similar, where there was like a larger communications pack? I remember then they, that. Then they finally uh, went back to that. I think when they had the the larger budget and GI Joe was, you know in full steam ahead mode. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, that you could get away with having him have like a satellite backpack kind of thing to to be basically his own self, his own cell tower to communicate back with base. Personally, I would love that backpack and the little thing yeah. that came down. Like, I think that would be so cool. I'd be well into that. And I think he'd be a great figure. Like you wouldn't need to go, you could throw in a couple of other things, maybe a tablet or something like that that locks into his, you yeah. know, we've already got a tablet in the line, so I don't think it'd be you know the worst thing ever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely down for dial tone in in the line. I was also saying it'd be really cool if you had dial tone come with some sort of communication station, like if it was like a little playset or something. Yeah. Um, and it was more like a deluxe kind of price point. I think that'd be kind of fun as well. But like um, the um, a new version of the wind up accessory pack, the wind up thing, the motorized accessory pack. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, with the little like the radar, the radar dish on it and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like an updated looking thing, something that looks like that. It doesn't actually have to wind up, but I want it to wind up cool. now, and I want it to. I want him to carry it awkwardly on his back, and I also want the dreadnought battle axe just so I can replay that scene in my head when I was a kid of having classified Ripper in my hand and a classified wind up dreadnought battle axe, and going, yeah, I love the battle axe for some strange reason. Um, I, feel, I feel like it's already it's it's lined up to happen again in my life. Um, uh, yeah, cool, awesome. Um, all, and then of course you do have you do have repaint options. You have Tiger Force. You have Mission Brazil. You have uh, not really a repaint, is it? But you have uh, Sonic Fighters. So there's there's plenty of like life in Dial Tone. I think um, going yeah. forward, for yeah. sure. Uh, and then Frag Viper. What are your thoughts on Frag Viper? Uh, he's super dangerous in the NES game. Just Hell take yeah. all your health away if you get hit with one of those grenades. That's what I think when I see I, Frag Viper. you got to avoid I, those. 
I am in, I'm interested to see how they they approach this one. Uh, some yeah. people are saying they don't want the tight spandex version, and I, I kind agree. of have to. I agree. I kind of want Leia like baggy pants, like the one on the you know the original had. Um, yeah, maybe I think like the tight, tight spandex one was just getting away with what was being used at the factory at the time and and coloring it to look like the character, but it not really being the correct thing at all. Right, right. I think there's going to be a little, there'll probably be a little more care taken in this design for this particular figure, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, future Latal as well, says Rachel. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I agree. Yep. But I was just going to um, say the same thing. I'm real. I'm I'm excited about this because I really love the frag viper. And again, there's going to be a lot of fun elements, like a hosed attachment. There's going to be well, two hose attachments technically. You can have uh, the one going from the highlight kind of thing he's got that like hook thing, yeah, um, plugged into his backpack, and then obviously one from the backpack to the old front of the mouth and everything. So of the mask. So yeah, lots of cool stuff on this one. The little grenades would be great as well that you can actually you know throw with the the little yeah. That'd be so cool. I'd be really into that. So um yeah, I'm I'm down for this one. Um I always used to think it was funny that the pipe wasn't big enough for the grenades to go down. But that's obviously what was going on. Like the grenades were in the yeah. backpack and they fed the the highlight hook thing. Right, we did. But the yeah. pipe wasn't thick enough for a grenade to go down it. <laughs> Not that I remember that it was. I didn't re don't recall it being that thick. So they're well, gonna have maybe to figure the ones that, out. that you just plugged onto the onto his backpack. Maybe those were just additional grenades, and the ones that were in the backpack were smaller. Okay, okay, I can see that. Maybe some of it just for regular throwing, and some were for the actual the launch yeah. mechanism. That's possible. That's possible. Yeah, and you know, for regular throwing, you'd still use the mechanism anyway. But maybe it was a different kind of grenade or something. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, okay, I'll, I can deal with that one. I like your, I like your narrative on that one, Pat. That that works for me. Um, the other alternative is that the backpack is just power for the for the higher lie for some reason. I don't yeah, know but I feel like I can see grenades in it. Yeah, I feel that back. too. I feel that yeah. too. Uh, I was just thought there was going to be maybe like am, like holding the ammunition, holding the grenades for the backpack. Anyway, enough of that. That's your three figures, uh, name only reveals. I'll be doing let's talk classified videos of those. I want, to, I want a nerf, a nerf, a nerf version of this, like a high lie with a with a, a hopper in the back. And yeah, just the, like yeah, pops it in, yeah. pops another one in, pops another. That'd be wicked, actually. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But nerf aren't gonna do that sort of crossover with JJ. They'll just get yeah. a repainted existing one. Right, retro beachhead pat. Happy with this one? Yeah, he, this one's actually looking good. I'm a little confused on the color of the accessories. Um, I think the they're rifle, like a dark gray. Yeah, I just kind of thought they'd be dark gray. I mean, green was what people complained about a lot on the other one, like the fact that so it he's was... got he's got a dark gray backpack, dark gray kind of like satchel bag, and he's got green. It looks like it's borrowed from Snake Eyes, right? Yes, it is 100. percent and then he's yeah. got the the green version of the pistol and silencer that came with Stalker, I think, and then the green version of the rifle that came with with a grey magazine that came with uh, Firefly, I think. Well, at least the magazine matches what he's wearing. Like if that was just like, hey, this is my green one, oh, and yeah, then I have all these other ones that are grey, that wouldn't make yeah. too much sense. But I just I don't know why the that. rifle wasn't grey. Yeah, that's that is the confusing part there, and yeah. uh, they've also made the. Um, the the uh, crossbow is green as well, uh, yeah. and then the little grenades are grey as well that go with the uh, satchel bag. But yeah, that's effectively what 
you're looking at there. I don't know. I think he looks great. I think he's going to be. I think this is a this is a winner, honestly. And we get the retro backpack as well, which is cool. Yeah, and you know, this is probably a good example of getting our classic looking one and our updated one because I still love that one with the beret that he's wearing. Yeah, it's fun that, isn't it? I like that we've still got it on his epaulette. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Um, camo looks good. Design looks good, and the tampo looks good. Are you um, interested in the fact they put it on his front of his bicep in a similar way that we see on vintage figures? I yeah, I wondered why that decision was made. I did notice that, um, but I don't really know why that was done. Maybe that's how that particular symbol would have been done. I I don't know. I'm not. I don't know military stuff. I just know GI Joes, so I I don't know I why think, this is on the front. I think it's almost a nod to the fact that the vintage figure and vintage figures have their tampos on the bicep rather than so, on the... So the fact side. that it's a retro collection is the right. reason why it's on the front. That's my that's my thought process on it. I will ask them when I get the opportunity next. Yeah, that would make um, sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Chris, it's only a digital render for the colors, not the final product. Thank you, Figure Six Pack. That's also a good point. Sometimes there are changes. That is a, That is actually a good point. Uh, I imagine it'll probably be look a little bit like this. I do like the fact, though, that Pat just pointed out that the magazine is grey because all of the mags on his chest are grey, and that's something I never even thought of um, at all. But that's really cool. Right. Um, we also got the eel. Now, the only difference they did for the eel uh, that I can see um, is the blue rope on the um, loop on the uh, harpoon, which was red originally, Maybe the, the bolt of the harpoon is a darker color. And um, we don't know, but maybe the tone of the figure is a slight different tone as well. But for the most part, this is very... I mean, it's a reissue, isn't it, for people that didn't get it the first time, is effectively what this is. Yeah, well, it's just thinking all the way back to 2023 is what it's doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a retro of 2023. I like that. This is a re 2023 uh, no, retro. I'm going to also say that probably that additional like uh, design that represented the Cobra Eels faction is probably not on the backpack. That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good point. Um, Crimson Vader says the red of the eel looks brighter. It could very well be that they've, they've changed the tones of each color on the figure, and we'll only we'll only know when we see it in hand. I mean, I remember when um, the Vipers got revealed, render uh, the three pack, and I could not tell for the life of me what they changed. Uh, there were obvious changes, but there were some uh, like color tone differences. And then yeah. you get them next to each other, and they're like night and day. They're like like the the tone of color is completely yeah. different. So I think yeah, we'll probably see. There probably will be a difference in these, but I know you get in on a retro card. I mean, for me, this is this is specifically really just filling the void of people that missed out um, for whatever reason to create more yeah. army builders. Uh, but there is the original, and it looks darker to me, but it could just be the screen I'm operating on at the moment. But the render looks darker in general than the than the eel I have in front of me. Anyway, eels up inside you, find an entrance where they can. This is the one I think you're more perturbed about, Pat, with the snow serpent. Uh, you know, I actually like the pop of blue that's on here. Because no, I mean in terms of the, I mean in terms of the accessories is what I'm talking about. In terms about, of the sorry. accessories, uh, you know, honestly, eel the, the backpack was kind of bothering me on that eel as well as right 
flippers. I just kind of assumed that there'd be a lot of future use for the additional flippers uh, since they probably would just be pretty much what you could use on a wetsuit as well. So why not yeah. just do them and include right. them with eel? That doesn't really make sense. They skipped them to me. Right. Uh, but yeah, um, there's definitely some strange choices on the snow serpent as well. I think that once the goggles go on the head, it'll look, look a lot better as a figure. Yeah. But yeah, the snowshoes. Uh, and, and you want the, the tennis rackets. Thing, you I, want the I tennis rackets, you want the mortar, and you want the original backpack. Yeah, and I, I want that mortar sticking off of him, at least to give him that profile. Like, even if it's the wrong mortar, I kind of want there to be a way that that can be on the side of a backpack. And for as many things that they've released so far, isn't there something that they could have put together to... Um, I mean, there's plenty of backpacks with pegs on the side that they could have given us the, the mortar. I, I don't know. I'm not not wild about this. We got way too many accessories with the other one and not enough with this one. I would say I would say with this one, all I would have needed genuinely for it being like a you know as retro carded kind of army builder basically, are the tennis racket snowshoes, the yeah. original backpack, the mortar, and then just throw the AK in that we've already got with um, old Sarge. Like I don't yeah. know what is I don't know why they couldn't really do that. Like that makes sense to me. Yet we're getting um, Dusty's rifle and Dusty's backpack. You know, um, I have to wonder if that rifle is being used for something else because it could be that the, the production schedule just isn't going to allow that tooling to do two different figures. That's another good point. I would probably, in that in that case, you know, like to kind of, I know the it's a logistical nightmare. Don't get me wrong. I know the the, the logistics come into it. There's there's information we're not privy to right. um, as fans. There's there's stuff that's happening that you're just not not aware of things happen in the production process that make you have to change pivot or or even do something slightly different and i think that they're probably thinking is that you've got an ak that you moan about all the time with the sarge that doesn't feel like really belongs to him take it off the sarge figure and give it to this guy but that doesn't really then clear up the you know the lack of the tennis rackets and the i suppose yeah. the other thing they're probably thinking of there is Okay, if we do the tennis racket, um, you know, um, snowshoes, when are we using those again? Maybe, I mean, Sub Zero didn't have them. He had the weird, like, oval thingies, didn't he? Um, yeah, no what, one else what really has comes them. With probably would work just fine for Sub Zero. I would actually say this. I would, I would throw Snow Serpent into Python Patrol, and and that's how that's how I would have done it. I'd have done a, a Python Patrol Snow Serpent as well in the okay. future. Um, and I would have um, given the tennis racket um, uh, things to that figure as well. So you get double the use out of them. Do you know what I mean? Like in not how like if you were to do the tennis racket snowshoes, but you wouldn't have them for yeah. anyone else. Doing snow serpent as a different, you know, as a python patrol or something would make would would be able to work in my. Opinion. I would just hope that since a lot of the tooling already exists, that they could fit somewhere in the budget for new tolling for these retro carded figures, because it's not going to be that exciting to just get the same thing in a slightly different color. These two are, they're just not different enough. They're not. Oh, I'd have to, well, I agree with you on the eel hundred percent. Like for me, that is the, yeah. the, the, the reason for this inclusion for me is a reissue. It's like, it, it's so people get the opportunity to army build it and have not have that much of a difference. 
But on this one, I would say that there is plenty different. I just I just feel like it needs to be um we need to have more like we need to have the retro accessories. Otherwise, what you're right, what's the point? I, I think people would have been perfectly if, happy with the eel though if it had had new accessories. You yeah, hundred percent. Like I don't think 100%. we really I don't know. I don't think that that really needed to be revisited that in to to that degree. There's also no. uh, the Cobra Diver. I, I think that would be an appropriate one to to revisit. The one because that was a popular figure from the 25th era. Yeah, the red one, the standard red, Cobra one. Diver. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it doesn't have to have the the same type of flippers as a as an eel, but it would I be would good. add, I would add that the um, this particular snow serpent. Does allow for army building, whereas the deluxe one is. I mean, that's hard. That's tough. Having to army build that, like the expense is through the roof. But like that at least true. this one, very true. you yeah. get the opportunity to. You know, it's slightly. You know, it's 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 a lot less to uh, to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, th there's a lot of points here. At the end of the day, I'm happy with the deco. I've got to admit, I think the deco is beautiful on the snow serpent. Um, I'm, I will be getting an eel on retro card, but only as a completist sort of thing. Um, and I might get a couple of snow serpents to go with the deluxe one. So it's like, you know, a little team sort of thing. I think yeah. that'd be quite cool. And there's a lot of parts of that deluxe one you could mix things in and make them look different. So, but I'm totally down with you on the snowshoes. I think we needed the, the tennis rackets, and I think we really needed um, a specific new backpack for the snow serpent. I think that'd have been great. Anyway. That's those. That's them. We also get the Cobra Ferret and the Ferret Scout. What are your thoughts on these little additions then, Pat? I love the idea of creating a a driver that is specific for some of the vehicles that didn't have them. Yeah. Uh, but I also look at this figure and wonder if it was entirely the best choice. Okay. Um, because I think that I have to have a little bit of, you know, backing up in my mind because... The standard, she looks kind of like she's wearing something similar to what the standard Cobra Troopers wear, you mm. know, it, but only in the classified line. So then right. I try to think, well, is how would that back up? And like, how how does this correlate to what I would imagine the driver would have been for the original Ferret? Uh, and then the other part of it is like a local friend pointed out, how much articulation is in this torso? It's one of the ones that doesn't have like the crunch. Is that right? Uh, yes. So, like, how well is is she going to be able to 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 look correct on the profile of, of this vehicle that she comes with? I don't know. We, we'll probably find out. It's not like it's not like a five point of articulation difference, though. I mean, you're talking like you know, right. it doesn't have an ab crunch, but it doesn't it doesn't have zero articulation, which I think a lot of people almost jump to saying with the uh, the female figures but no they there's movement in there like it's not like you can you know bend her in half kind of thing and the wet of the torso obviously but for sure there's, yeah. there's movement in it yeah but it's it's a little bit of a wait and see in my yeah. opinion I, I really want to see how well she actually looks while while driving it and in some ways i mean it's kind of cool that she's gray because that's a lot like the stinger driver as well yeah yeah i you wonder know, if that might like be I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, I, I wonder if like there's an element here of you know the sting is probably on the table. Let's face it, um, with the vamp being a, a, a yeah. thing, um, yeah. and then you could like if they were to do a stinger driver, it wouldn't surprise me if it was the male version, um, but done in that very similar sort of kind of you know deco and vibe and everything. 
um, yeah. just to kind of like almost be like a uh, a uniform for that kind of level of driver kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I'm not sure about the helmet either. Like I, I'm, I'm very picky, feeling very picky today. Like the the teeth are cool, but I, I mean, I, I guess his driver actually had a little bit of a snake inspired uniform at the time. Yeah, it just it feels like the the standard Cobra drivers did not yet that far back. So having the actual teeth on the helmet, it's like, well, okay, but that does feel a little bit like classified. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It feels like she's a, a classified design. Uh, someone said, I hope the wheels turn like the vintage toy. Do you think that'll happen with the old uh, thing? Because that was, that. I mean, that and the Awe Striker used to blow me away. The engineering on this and the Awe Striker blew me away as a kid. I would hope so. I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't do that on this one. Like, that that, that should happen. And if they yeah, do the Awe Striker, it didn't. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be surprised if the Awe Striker doesn't get it done, honestly. We've got the vamp, and, you know, we're already talking about, people are talking about, like, you know, in, in terms of, like, rumored vehicles, Thunder Machine and Snowcat. I'd be really surprised if but, the Awe Striker never makes it. Right, right. I, that, I mean, how many releases did that have in the, the modern era? My goodness. Yeah, I don't even want to try to add that up. <laughs> it was like the snake eyes of G.I. Joe vehicles. Um, right. Anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm I've got to say I'm digging this. Um, and also it unlocks that that um mystery of who that character was in the background of Vamps of the Vamps promo image, which I forgot to add to this uh I keep forgetting to add that to the slideshow, but there was a, a there was a figure in the background of one of the promo shots for the Vamp where Clutch is basically hiding behind his upturned vamp uh, under fire. And in the distance around the corner was this figure in like gray. And you you look at it now and it's like, it's that. It's literally that figure that you're looking at right oh, okay. now. So it wasn't Even lines Stinger, up because at the time you said Stinger Driver on exactly. that Exactly. We were, I think a lot of people thought it was a Stinger Driver. And I think yeah. you, now that you see this, it's like, obviously it's that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that makes figure sense. Six Pack has said, random fact, uh, scroll up for that. A group of ferrets are called a business. That's why Tomax and Zaymot are driving these vehicles. Is that true? I don't know. Um, that actually, if that that might be true. A pack of ferrets. You're gonna have to search that for me, Pat, while I uh, talk about the next thing. Um, I um, would believe. I just believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just like... say that it's fact. Um, and she, yeah, Emily did say it was a chunky vehicle. She certainly did, David. Yes. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, you can see how big the bloody thing is compared to the figure. For goodness' sake, it's yeah, massive. It's um, yeah, so very excited for this, and uh, yeah, interesting yeah, to see. I think again, the render doesn't always give us the full story, uh, so let's let's also yeah, it's going to be awesome, right? Um, then we had Tripwire and Roadblock and McLeod Pat. They've, they've added McLeod in as well, which is great. Um, what are your thoughts on them doing the Tiger Force versions? Uh, anything spring to mind to you on the on these particular figures? No, I think it's good. And I and honestly, for some of these repaints, I think doing them as a two-pack is probably a, a good choice rather yeah. than risking one of them just being the unpopular one because of all the stuff that's been going to clearance, true, it actually, does yeah. seem to be the repaints that are kind of sitting around. Uh, that, I mean, there's a reason why Tiger Force Dusty was seven bucks for a while. And yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the stuff that's been the repaints has been what has been sitting around. So yes, good choice. I think that this makes sense. 
And um, it simplifies yeah. things a little bit for me as well. Like if you're if you're doing an exclusive, does it always have to be like like three figures and a figure and vehicle, or does you know like that to me is like that's a mission for people to kind of like deal with. Whereas if they just done like a two pack here and there, or maybe two two packs, and they didn't this time, obviously just the one two pack. But like just doing that every so often feels a little bit more accessible, a little bit more achievable, and a little bit more like practical. Yeah, then then having to get three figures and a figure and vehicle somehow, and you only ever see one of them ever, and you know it's like the one that everyone yeah. can get hold of. It, I just feel like this is a little bit like it kind of simplifies the process for everybody at the end of the day. Yeah, because no matter what, I mean, I would walk into Target and one of the two of them would be gone. Yeah, you know, true. Or they wouldn't ship together, and I would think that one of them was gone. But now they're they're just going to ship together. They'll they'll be it'll be a lot easier. It's easier. Um, this is a really it fun is, yeah. little thing as well. I didn't notice until I did the stream the other day, and I got this image up that uh, Pulse had posted um, on their Facebook page. But they did like the, all of the renders that are on the back of the box. They did as like these like nice clear close ups and everything, or not close up, but you know, just a, a much clearer version than the ones looking at the back of the box. And you can see on this one that they're standing or tripwise standing on a downed Python patrol flag or banner, which is really cool. So like, oh, it's kind cool. of, yeah, in it, like it's really like, and I looked at that the other day and said, what's on there? It looks like some sort of college football team <laughs> banner. And yeah, it kind of is. It's the Python patrols um, football team. Um, but yeah. And obviously like, so the narrative, I guess, is that they've come across some sort of Python patrol encampment. And, or or uh, Python Patrol is just minding their own business, playing volleyball. Yeah, oh, like, like in, in the, the um, like in the, uh, like in the, the commercial, the commercial. Yeah, they're just chilling out. What was that about? Why were they playing volleyball? Well, we know that they would have been up to no good at some point. So, yeah, they would have. Been, well, they, they would probably already cheat. done all sorts of other awful things that they needed they, to be stopped. But they were just cheating at volleyball. They, <laughs> that was the rules police coming in. <laughs> and going, guys, the referees, they hired the Joe team as referees for that, that game. In it does kind of drive me crazy, though, wondering if there's something way far in the background here, like somebody hiding. Well, I, I've looked, but that doesn't mean anything, because I looked last time at this and didn't see the flag until someone pointed it out. Uh, Plastic Battle says, in full uniform as well, playing volleyball. Yeah, absolutely. Helmets and all. Um, Sarge's team invaded the Python game. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, good point, Pat. And I have genuinely zoomed in and looked, but I couldn't find anything. But like I said, that doesn't mean anything. There could be someone hiding in those in those trees. There could be like a little figure in like over to the right, top right under the classified series logo. Could be yeah. something like silhouetted that I'm not picking out. You're totally right. But what I'm what my guess is of this narrative is that Tripwire is searching this encampment for for you know explosives and roadblock is laying some cover fire down if necessary like he's got in position to cover him just in case python patrol come back or something um <laughs> paul says has anyone found shadow tracker back there yet no we haven't paul but i must oh that takes me back to was it the range viper box i need to look at that again because i definitely thought i saw shadow tracker in the background of the of i think the range vipers artwork or I think you did have there was one of them that had the shadow tracker wasn't there yeah i feel like it was almost certain that he was in the background but we never had it confirmed i'm definitely asking them that question oh where's okay. Zan 
Where's Xandar? Says RKW. He's in the background. No one cares. <laughs> um, anyway, and here's the artwork from Scott Johnson, um, who uh, re retweeted all of the um, posts I made of the artwork the other day, saying I did the art for these. So, and I did talk about it on on the channel. I assumed it was Scott Johnson, but we didn't know. So that assumption is now confirmed. This is Scott Johnson art, and we get tripwire and roadblock. Uh, nice little bits of art here, Pat. Very, very solid Scott Johnson sort of style as well. That kind of very smooth, very clean aesthetic. This is on the package. Is it on the side? Yes, that is okay. correct. Yeah. We've got window box in the front, art on the side, render on the back, and on the other side we have the QR code that leads to nowhere. Okay. Uh, it doesn't lead to nowhere. The, uh, with the odd face paint again for Tiger Force. So we've got Dusty with the, well, if you swap the Dusties, you kind of have the the Tiger Force and, and standard Dusty. Yeah, you, you uh, pointed that out to me last time. With the, with the additional, Tiger Force Flint has that additional face paint. Yeah, and a little and bit there. And a little bit there. He's got like a stripe. It's almost like it's wrapped around his head, the, 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 the Tiger Force Flint one. It's like it starts at the top here, then goes round his eyes, and then comes back round here. I think that's what it's supposed to be, almost like a coil around his head. You don't see it obviously go around the back of his head because of his hair, but you, it, that's what yeah. it feels like on on Flint. Um, but anyway, yeah, with Roadblock, this is quite cool as well because not only does it go across his face there, but then there's a gap, and then it kind of starts again on the back of his head, which I think you'll see on some of the actual images. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of the shots of them in the studio. Uh, which look really cool. I love the fact that the bipod and the and the and the machine gun fit on the backpack as well. That is a great um, kind of like feature, um, and it has Chef written on his backpack as well, which is cute too. Um, but then, yeah, we've got some nice shots as well of the uh, of the figures themselves. There, you can see the, the the you can see the continuation of the art of the paint going around the back of his head. Can you see that part? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, almost like there's a break and then it appears again. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really into these figures. Uh, I love the fact that I just can't believe they added McLeod. I think that's nuts. And but I will shout Sarah. out. Maybe that's who they're looking for. Is Absara? That exact. Yeah, they are searching. That's what Tripwire. That is a an, a rat detector. It's not a mind detector. <laughs> um, I kind of wish that they'd. That they that we'd got Apsara though. I, I I'm kind of sad that we didn't in this set, but I kind of understand why we're getting. You know, I, I'm just I'm glad that we got McLeod though with a little Tiger Force. It's like a Tiger Force vehicle. He's got the the deco and everything on him. It's amazing. Yeah, they did a really nice job with that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and then we got Doc, of course, and Doc is another. I, I think this is a banger. I think this is a low level banger, and the fact that he get, comes with this foldable blooming stretcher is just next level. Absolutely next level. And the amount of people that were saying he's going to be an exclusive based on all the accessories. And no, clearly the white gloves were cut because that was in the copy on the um, original G.I. Joe Day reveal, but they didn't appear in this. And so I think that is, it just appears to me that they were costed out. That's fine. Uh, I, I kind of am expecting some things to be costed out. It's cool that the stretcher folds. I like that a lot. Still very curious as to whether or not it works with the dragonfly in any way. I, I'm going to say yes, and I, I feel like we'll find out 
some sort of dragonfly update. But I will ask them um, again. That I should be speaking to them before we see any update on the dragonfly again. Uh, but I, I, I would expect that that is something they took into consideration. Like I, you know, although I say that, but a lot of the time um, they're not always working off known or like knowledge that they're aware of. A lot of the time it's it's on research, which is fair enough. Like I have to do a lot of my, you know, I have to do a lot of research for a lot of stuff I do, and I'm, you know, I, I know a lot about GI Joe. Not everything, but I certainly have a decent knowledge of, of the of the brand. But even I found it difficult finding mention and uh, visual aid for the docks stretcher fitting with the dragonfly. I search for it, and it doesn't. I'm still not sure if that's intentional, though. Right, right. Um, I think it was, I'm going to shout out here, HCC788 um, on his YouTube channel. He did a Dragonfly, um, you know, like review video. And he threw in there the fact that the, you know, and visually as well, the uh, stretcher working with the Dragonfly. So I'm like, yeah, you're saying it probably wasn't, it might have been a coincidence anyway. I, I think he even mentioned that there's no, there's no way of knowing that it was intentional. I think it just right. kind of locks in there nicely but the way that it fits yeah I, i'm not i'm not convinced that that's definitely what it is but it would but due to the fact that there have been so many people thinking that i think yeah. that it would be nice and it would just be a, a cool feature of the dragonfly to have the ability to do that so 100%. why would you just include it yeah 100 percent. and it would be really cool from a, again a play feature point of view of having a person on the stretcher while it was being transported um i just think that'd be yeah. really fun really fun yeah well, they, what sure. they can do is they can hook the uh, winch up to the stretcher and they can do that thing. Where they, did you ever see that that poor old woman who got like, have, rescued? Yeah. Oh, that my God. Yeah. That just like, been awful. I'm, I mean, been awful. I, every awful. time I watch that, I think I would have struggled in that scenario, let alone 80 or 90-year-old. She was old. She, I think she was in her 80s or something as well, which yeah. made it even worse. Oh, my goodness. Um, Leon says stretcher looks tiny. I don't. It does when you fold it up, but I think you can fit a figure on it. But we'll see. It was going to fold up on the original dock, right? That's why his backpack yeah. was on one side. Yeah, yeah. but we don't. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, people have seen that that video as well. Um, I think you could, like, well, Johnny's saying the stretcher should come with some type of rib rigging to be able to attach to the tow hook. But you could easily like attach, not have the uh, have it the uh, backpack way round, with the legs sticking up, and you could attach um, like a rigging to that, like a four way rigging that attaches to the hook. That'd be wicked, wouldn't it? And then you'd yeah, be able to thinking, do. I was thinking like um, along the sides of the landing gear instead, so that they right, would lay, course. you know, parallel with that. That's no, I get of, what you mean. But so ideally, you'd even buy two docks to go with your dragonfly to get the totally. But I'm yeah. saying, like, you know, if they wanted to do the one where you're air winching them out of the the the, the muck kind of thing on a stretcher, you okay. could have it so that the legs act as as points to be connected to for rigging. That'd be yeah. wicked. Yeah. Um. Anyway, anywho, uh, and this is his background. He's on. He's in that same good on desert location that we've seen with Grunt, with Desert Commando Snake Eyes, um, and multiple other characters as well. I think I might say that they might be the only ones that we've had in the in the desert. Um, they had side skids on the Huey choppers. There's the figure six pack. Yeah, calls these right. 
Um, Liverpool have scored in the hundredth minute. Bring on Man U. Thanks, Leon. Uh, Man United are going to get absolutely destroyed. I'm not looking forward to that game. Pat does not know what I'm talking about. Let's move on. Um, and this is more Scott Johnson artwork. Again, another beauty. This is great, actually. I love this one. Uh, loads of personality. Um, yeah, I love it. I'm really into this. Yeah, I would imagine this is going to be changed, though, before the figure is released for the fact that it has like that red cross, not red cross on it. Ooh, because look at his oh, gut. Yeah. This, this is like a a habit with G.I. Joe to forget that the Red Cross is a trademark thing that they can't use. Like going back even to the 12-inch line, it, there yeah. was, I don't know if it was a, var a released variation or if it was planned and then they changed it. But like the 12-inch line, there's a Marine kit that, that has, it's like the Red Cross, but, but where, where the, the sides... The, the center circle, the center square where they cross right. over, that area is left empty, like white, to not be the official Red Cross. And then Lenny was saying also that the patch on his shoulder, he was trying to des design like a G.I. Joe team medical right. logo, which is cool, but they kind of already did that, right? With Lifeline. With Lifeline and Stretcher. It's like the three, it's like that, isn't it? It's like a thing yeah. with three. It's like, like, a, yeah. it's like a circle with yeah, if you made three lines and then cut the a circle out of them, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the thing that's on Lifeline prominently is also on Stretcher. So to me, that's the thing that probably would have made sense to put where this white cross is, because because even the original Doc, like the earlier photos of him, had the cross painted red. Yeah, and then of course when it came out, it was orange because they can't use the red cross. Right, right. Um, so yeah, there's that. That's just a bit of weirdness to me. I would like GI Joe to just remember from year to year that they have a GI Joe medical logo. But the what you what they'll do to avoid it is they'll just have the left hand side, like his arm, the helmet, and the sliver of the side of his face uh, in the art on the side. You won't see. They'll just cut off everything from the right of the. You're probably uh, right. Instead of re retouching it up, they'll just not show that part. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll stick him at an angle so you see his head and then it just misses that bit. That's hilarious. Um, it does look, I mean, it looks like on Scott's art, it looks like they've kind of messed about with it a bit to create almost like a different sort of logo, though. Yeah, with like the additional squares around it. The, yeah, the like additional squares. There's like a phasing on the end of the on the end of the cross um elements as well, like phasing it out, like almost dissip dissipating. So yeah. I wonder if that might be enough to, you know, be different. I don't know. I don't know, I'll but that's him. not what's on the figure. Yeah, you're right. It's that. It's that white cross, 100%. So, yeah, yeah that is weird. So, so it seems to me like it, he probably got started early on what what he was shown as renders, and then that probably got changed already for the for the actual figure. I'm excited for this doc, though. I mean, yeah, like, there's doc so many really cool... Good. All the little pouches that come off him and go back on, and like the stretch is really cool, and the stretcher actually looks really like significant. Like if you went the way Lenny had it, there was like a nice kind of like solid. It did. It didn't feel like it was loose. Like it didn't like look like it was going to wobble close sort of thing. It like looked like it was nice and stiff. Kitty said, "Yeah." And that when yeah. you fold it, there are those two like um, ports that they lock into place at the you know to kind of close it, and then you have got the backpack tab exposed so that you can pop it in his back. And I, I don't know. I just think it's wicked, and he looks great. I think the head sculpt's really good. 
I love the like the gray on the hair over the. I, I don't know. I'm really into this one. Does he have like a? Is that a pen for writing prescriptions or something? Uh, yeah, sharpie and a mag light. He's got. Yeah, brilliant. I, yeah. I like the fact that his glasses are clear too. I, I do yes, like yes, the shades are wicked. Um, yeah, yeah but... I'm. I'm definitely down. I'm definitely down with Doc. I think he is uh, phenomenal. I like the fact they gave him a little flare pistol um, instead of a giant flare mortar launcher. Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah, the flare pistol was a nice addition in the 25th. So it's nice to see that uh, continued on. Do you know what makes me more excited, Pat? The fact that we've got, well, not not that, but the fact that we, <laughs> not that what you're thinking makes me excited. The fact that we've got um, Doc as a single carded figure with lots of accessories means that the, 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 the lifeline that I'm sure we're going to get at some point could easily be done in the deluxe capacity and we could get some ridiculous stuff with him. That's what makes yeah. me excited because I was worried that Doc would be a deluxe and that would kind of negate the need for a lifeline deluxe. But I think lifeline needs to be deluxe. I think he needs to have, you know, the breather. He needs to have the the bag that opens with lots of the gear that goes into it. I think he needs to have the, you know, the... Um, the Pursuit uh, of the 30th one, it, it really raised the bar on, on yeah. Lifeline. So it's going to be tough to not have all that. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. I think I think they go nuts on that, and we get yeah, like you're, you're right on all that. And we could get a, the 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 thing that I really want. It, they might just reuse the stretcher again in like white, which is which, sure. which is cool. Like that's fine if they want to do that. Totally cool. But how great would it be if they did add the the kind of like rolling gurney fold down sort of like ambulance yeah. bed? How dope would that be? Yeah, that'd be really cool. That would be nice. Come on, guys! We need Lifeline, and we need him. We need him with ridiculous amounts of gear, please and thank you. Um, anyway, yeah, really like Doc. Thought it was great, and uh, you not, not uh, the other thing that I didn't really dawn on me was the fact you can have the stretcher either that way up or that way up, which is kind of obvious, but kind of something I didn't really think of. Which way up would you prefer? Handles up, handles down. I think handles up for some reason. Kind of, kind of like you're thinking about it in the samurai, in the ninja sword sort of sense, aren't you? So you see the swords showing that kind of thing. Maybe do you like that um, visual? No, it just feels to me like that's the side that if it was a real item, that would make more sense for all the straps and everything to for him to watch out for it. You know, I, I, I don't it. know. It just that's that's just intuitively what makes more sense to me. I get it. That's cool, man. Awesome. I doubt he's going to just lean back and and use it as a chair. <laughs> Although he could do that. That's, yeah, that I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make that a chair for him to sit in. Um, Night Creepers. Now, this was one that I just said on the live stream is utter figure action figure perfection for me. I think they have done. I, I don't know, mate. I think this is perfect. I I don't know what you're going to be. I, I have no idea what you can what you can pick out on this that you don't like. But go for it. I have to be really picky to pick stuff I don't like. Overall, I know. Uh, this is one of the few ones that I that I pre-ordered. I don't really like the look of the armor. I think the armor is a little too contoured to the torso. It doesn't look good to me. I don't I like the armor. Thoroughly, and I have to put my foot down here, disagree with you entirely. This to me, that like I can't I think you have to really like you have to find something and and but like have a reason for it like on this one 
I don't think that's the case. I think this is perfect. Like, okay. I, I genuinely think, I don't think they could have done it better than this. Genuinely. Uh, I also don't like the throwing star hand. I didn't like it with Snake Eyes, and I'm not crazy about it now. Yeah, we but have... it's not. But it's not we... like that's an additional thing. It's not like a. Um, is it taking away from anything, or is it adding to it? To me, it's adding to it. What's it taking away from you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so but this is a serious question. Like it's it's. In the it, set it, of, it, of accessories, it's, 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 still, it's still inferior to things we've gotten in four-inch scale. The fact that we had those storm shadow figures that came with throwing stars, and they can't do it in six-inch. I mean, they can because I mean, they could have just left it out, and I would not be got, thinking of it. You're right, but you, no, but you can, you can, they, you can do that. Obviously, there are throwing stars, and there are hands with um, right individual fingers, so you can, you can do it. Obviously. But like for me yeah. on this one, like it, it's almost like it's a, it's they've just thrown it in for the sake of it, effectively. But doesn't take anything away from, or you know, in your case, it doesn't add to the figure. Fair enough. But it doesn't take anything away from it. Do you know sure. what I mean? Sure. I, you just said it's perfect. I don't think it's perfect. I, okay. I think that the armor could look better, personally. I so think in the terms armor of, is a little too contoured to the body. In terms, I disagree. In terms of the um, the hand with the the, I'm saying it's perfect because I think it's perfect. In terms of the hand with the throwing star, it would be perfect in your eyes if it was a if you could just have they just put throwing stars in and and what the hands obviously the hands that he has could utilize them. I have to critique what is here, not imagine what could be left out or not here. No, what but I'm, here I'm trying to I'm trying to find justifications for your I'm trying to find justifications for your decisions here, mate. Is what I'm doing. Like I'm it's justifying just my. I look my at decision. it and I go, uh, you know, this that the wavy sword isn't the same kind of wavy sword that was with the original. It doesn't have to be, right? Um, I'm just looking at it and saying the armor is a little too contoured for me for the torso. It's it sticks very tight. That's uh, I don't know. It it's I'm not saying it's awful or terrible. It just I think that the armor could look it a little bit better. That's all. Okay. Like the armor uh, on the original figure actually sticks off. That's part of the look of the figure is this this kind of big armor that he has on his chest. And that's not quite what I'm looking at here. Here it looks a little bit more like Blade is what it reminds me of, which is also not awful. That was cool in that movie, but it doesn't uh it's just not evoking the the Night Creeper armor to me. It's just kind of a little too form fitting. Clearly, okay. you don't want me to feel that way. That's just how I feel. It's, well, no, it's not about wanting you to feel a certain way about it. It's just, I think I'm taken by surprise here, because to me, this is like, looking at this, being one of my favorite figures as well, like in the vintage line, and being one of my like characters that well. I'm absolutely yeah. Yeah. in love with, I just think they nailed it across the board. I think the fact that the armor isn't bulky and sticks out is actually a bonus for this figure. Like, you could argue that, bulkier and more sticky out armor is going to hinder articulation which people always throw out there like it's like that's the problem i feel like it's difficult to get like you know they could do an exact replica of the four inch figure or you know like well let's put it this way the four inch figure is nowhere near as good as this one in my opinion the three and three quarter one you could argue but the four inch modern doesn't hold a candle to this figure in my opinion yeah, um, they, think, they've done really well with the head sculpt. I, 
I just have to look at it and critique it. That's what I'm saying is you're saying it's perfect. I don't think it's quite perfect. And it's an agree to disagree moment for absolute yeah. sure. Um, yeah. But what about the the choice of um, what about the choice of the Statue of Liberty? Are you thinking that maybe that could have been a bit better in terms of like, oh, you know, being a bit closer to what Night Creepers have actually been involved with? Or do you, it's just kind of like how they do, they throw random no, homages. Conveying, in, don't it's they? conveying a city. So I don't, I don't see why that's, that's a bad thing. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I was just saying like, how do you feel about the, the use of the background? Like, I think it's a, it's a movie call out personally, but I think it's like. It, it also puts them in New York, which is a little bit of a comic book call out, I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, I yeah. I don't know if I'd have preferred something like a water tower or something like that. You know, where they've kind of been in the comics, they've kind of attacked that in the past, or something like that would be kind of fun. I think personally, but in this case, I like the fact that we've got a little movie call out with the Statue of Liberty because again, that is a you know it, it it we've we've got another one with Jinx later on as well. Uh, Paul says I kind of wish they'd had the Cobra Consulate building. Um, that'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of fun. Or even just like the roof of an ent you know, extensive enterprises would have been kind of cool as well. But you know, I get it. I'm, I'm I also, also trying to think of interesting what they did with the backpack. Oh, it's amazing what they did with the backpack. Two well, swords options and it can hold the, the crossbow. That's amazing. It is. I'm hoping though that whenever it comes time to to do the best snake eyes, <laughs> that um that we get these as uh, blow dart darts rather than bolts for a crossbow. I can't believe we didn't have you on for the three zero reveal of the best snake eyes. That I'm 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 surprised you didn't like send me like horrible like like messages when that got revealed. They haven't revealed the best snake eyes. <laughs> I think I think a version three snake eyes would be absolutely phenomenal at classified scale, and especially if they did the night vision, they did the. Um, the trench, removable trench knives, all that kind of stuff would be so so cool, and all the accessories would be wicked. Like the the three the the three uh, point staff, the um, the kind of like extra Uzi with a hook on it, and the silencer and everything would be so cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm curious though whether or not they had if they've thought about that because clearly this is that same bag. Yes, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm putting that up there because yeah, I just I just need just because you control what goes up, but because like oh, there were no one's saying anything about with me. No one's saying anything about V3. No one cares. No, everybody. About that's it. what everybody is saying because I'm saying that now, and it will just be be thought of as true if anybody's watching this later. Pass the pierogi V4. See, you're Any only others? putting up with V4s. Another five people just said V3 is better. Lies. There's no. <laughs> it's all lies. I forgot that 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 was the V3 Snake Eyes pack. There you go. Yeah. There's one. Uh, yeah, V4 90s baby. Look, mate, you're not getting any love here for V3. Okay, Jamie Lynn Parks has just said V3. Look for, for balance. For balance. Plastic battles as well. I'm getting there. Sorry, it, any Snake Eyes that wolf is inferior. V3 says Paul. V3 says Snake Eyes wears all black. David says V3 is the best. Pat, just for you, V3 okay. is better than V5. V4 says F FC Viper. Oh, it's getting back up to V4. James has gone back to V3. Uh, Leon says, if you look up V3 on Jojo, Yojo and 3D Joes, it will say page not found. <laughs> um, this version of Pat is great, says Pastor Pierogi. 
you have got another V three there for you. Let's see. I'm I'm not just putting up what you want me to, what you think I want to put up. Anyway, moving on. There you go. There's all of his. There's all the crossbow as well uh, on the backpack, which I think is dope. The fact this figure can carry all of his gear and you get an extra V two helmet in that deco is wicked. The V two helmet is also very nice. Isn't that cool? And also, I love the fact that it's like we're doing a V two. Don't worry, a V two is happening at some point. I Are you hope sure about that. Yeah. I hope that um, this is like a one. It's like a pre, you know, you know, we, what, what, how different is this to a um, Mardu showing up in an action soldier set or a um, what did we see before we saw it? Um, we saw a few weapons that pre or accessories that pre emptied a figure yeah. later on in the line. Yeah. I mean, you've, they've, they've effectively done most, they've done that, the, the hard bit. Um, they could probably make a V2 just out of like Frag Viper or something. I don't know. That's, we'll that's see. true. It wouldn't require a lot of new tooling. So it probably would be a good idea. My I hope think. is that we get a retro carded version and they do a retro card in the same manner of Ninja Force. You just want Ninja Force retro cards, like an entire wave. <laughs> How amazing would that be? It would be good. It would be good. I agree. Yeah, that's one from Ben. Ben saying flashes laser rifle with Glenda. That is an I think that's a definite preemptive strike. And I think this is a preemptive strike too, and allows yeah. for multiple multiple change your ranks a little bit in the uh in the night creeper kind of area. Uh anyway, love it. I think this is great. Pat hates the figure. We'll move on. Talk. I don't hate it. I he just hates have it. a few things it's I would worst. like better. That's all. He hates it. He thinks it's, it's disgusting. Perfect. He never he and he thinks version three snake eyes is better um than than the night creeper torch what are your thoughts on torch uh he's good um i i do kind of think that the accessories that they've been giving the dreadnoughts i wish that they were less uh one-to-one -to, -one to the real counterpart like to have right. buzzer just come with a chainsaw rather than like this modified gun slash chainsaw, mm. eh, not as good. To have torch just come with a blowtorch, it's not as good as if it was like an acetylene torch that he's somehow modified. Like I, I like the idea of the Dreadnoughts modifying and creating their own weapons rather than just picking them off the shelf. So to yeah. me, it's a little bit of a detractor to each of the three Dreadnoughts uh, that they've come out with. Because also those Jaws of Life that came with Ripper were, you know, more true to the jaws of life, which isn't necessarily, I mean, not that the, or, the original ones were that different, but they had the big handle. So maybe he mm. had some idea with that. I um, mean, like, kind I of also like, really uh, not yeah. buying the, the, the whole Knox misspelled thing. I, I get Lenny saying that he's supposed to be dumb, but he's an awfully good graphics artist then. You know what I mean? Because well, Knox yeah, is. But... is is written if, very nicely on the back of that. Yeah, but if you if you're getting something professionally done graphically, you 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 like literally say this is what I want, right? Sure. Right. So you'd ask for that, surely, sure. or you'd send them the information that would have that written down. That's how I get around. I mean, I don't even, I don't even feel like I have to get around it. I think it's really like Lenny said. It's his like uh, sense of humor is what he's infusing in, like Lenny's sense of humor, infusing that into it more than. You know, I think looking at the the realistic values in in like in you know in these action figures, I think more so. I mean, there's there's a lot of things 
in G.I. Joe that when you think about them, it's like, well, obviously it's ridiculous. And some of it's obviously really obvious. And some of it's like a little bit more subtle. But you definitely go like, that's ridiculous. As if they'd have anything on there. Like, for one thing, it would be scribbled on with crayon if anything was on there. Right, right. Yeah. So that's what it would look like. But, um, but anyway, yeah. I don't know. I think this is a personally. I think this is a this is a probably well. I haven't had. I know Ripper's amazing. I know Buzzer gets a little bit less in terms of that. People aren't really like loving Buzzer, but I'm seeing a lot of love for Ripper. Um, but for me, sight unseen and just seeing these figures, I think Torch is probably the best one for me. Like I, I love the really. Well, yeah, from 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 like what I've seen, I don't have them in hand. But from from out of the three of them, the fact that he's got a backpack is a is a massive you know yes yeah check. that's true. The fact yeah. that he um, is very like he's very close to that original, but there's some lovely details they've added in, including the flame tattoos, which fade towards the wrist, which is a really nice touch as well. Like the chains that he's got around his wrists, the 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 jacket's really cool. I would say though, the only thing I'm missing, or I feel like is being missed on here, is when you look at the back of the figure. We'll just go back. Well, here's the again. He's in the same environment as the other dreadnoughts, but the motorcycle is being is inside the building that they're working on this time. Um, and of course, the beautiful art again by Scott Johnson. Um, and yeah, this kind of really highlights the skull on the end of that um, flamethrower, which is kind of fun. Um, but like, if we look at the back of the sh of the jacket, eventually we'll get there eventually. Um, on this one, we'll see that they've gone with a studded kind of thing rather than the logo, the biker logo that was on the twenty fifth version. The Melbourne Maulers, yeah, yeah, the one that um, again is a call out on the file card that our good friend uh, Andrew Franks designed for that figure yeah. in the twenty fifth. Um, I think that would have been really cool to to go on the back here. But when I look at the the surface area that we're working with, I kind of do think, well, it might have been a bit small on there. But I don't know. I think I think it would have been quite cool to add. I think that they could have fit it in somewhere. I mean, you you are also up against that hole in his back. Yeah. And you know, yeah. sometimes yeah. designing a thing that you know is gonna have a big hole in the middle of it may be discouraging, but I think that they could have I think they could have worked it in, figured it out, and even accounted for the hole. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I really, I think of the three of them. For me, Ripper is still the best. Oh, I know. I'm, yeah, Ripper's getting all the rave reviews, and he, he looks amazing. And I, I can't disagree with that. I think he probably would if I had them all together. Although they fit, it's like it's like Star Wars, like the the original trilogy for me. Like I don't see it as three separate movies. I see it as like one big thing. Same yeah. with like all of those trilogies yeah. that literally like are like the the last one leads into the next one, sort of thing. I just see it as one big thing. And and with the Dreadnoughts, those three, I don't see separately. I don't see Buzzer doing something else. I don't see Ripper doing something. They all have to be together. They all have to be displayed together. Like there's no there's no yeah, two ways it's around it. Weird how that's kind of retained how it stayed true, even with the addition of so many dreadnoughts over the years. That the original exactly. three are the three dreadnoughts still. Um, and they even try to force the issue with Monkey Wrench in the uh, Action Force Weekly and uh, Action Force Monthly, I think. It was. Yeah, no, it was both. And like um, Monkey Wrench was basically Torch because we didn't have Torch. So that was definitely oh. like a, a thing that they try to push um, in the UK. But I still feel like the three of the three, you know, like Monkey Wrench is an addition because in Arise of or Arise, he turns up and he's added to the team with thrasher and the, and the thunder machine so like yeah and the fact we, you're right road pig blooming 
um, Zanzibar, Anorgahide. There's so many that have come since, and you still see those as the three, like, you know, that are hierarchy almost. Yeah. Like it's Zartan, Zarana, Xandar, the three stooges, and then everyone else, basically, after that. That's how I see the dreadnoughts anyway. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Yep. I will Even also say that I don't really like effects pieces, but for a flame person, for some reason, I do. Well, it makes sense. The these ones look good. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I agree, but I don't know why. It's well, it's unfinished. It feels unfinished. Like it's a flamethrower. Flame is in there. Like at least yeah, with... and it also feels a little bit like these these effects are specific to him, and so that's an actual plus rather than just getting the same effects pieces over right. and over. Right. Totally. I mean, we'll see these again. Have you have no fear? We'll see these for blowtorch, for charbroil, for blooming, I don't know, whoever uh, incinerators. Right, Jinx. Now, um, are we going to argue on this one as well? Uh, we're going to argue on this one, yeah, because I actually don't like this one. What is going on, guys, in the comments? Please, <laughs> please explain the, to me. The saving grace for me on this is the head sculpt. Like, I would just have no interest in this figure if it wasn't for this absolutely perfect head sculpt that, in my opinion, if you had just shown me that head sculpt for another line, I would have been like, that's Jinx. I know who that is. I think Jinx is a tough, is a tough, it's a tall order because the original figure is so um, standard ninja outfit that to update her is difficult because there's already been a lot of six inch ninja figures in the market. Mm. Would you agree with that? Uh, a lot of six inch ninja figures. What have we got? Kamiko. Not in GI Joe. A lot of six oh, right. inch ninja figures in the market. Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, I'm trying to think of how. Like. Um. Yeah. I guess there are. Like ninjas are a very popular kind of. Just you know, in six action. inch toys. So I, I think it's difficult. Yeah. It's a tall order to make Jinx and to make her look unique, I think, and to and to update that. You don't agree with that? No, I, I do, but I think they've done it. Okay. I think they've updated her and I think they've made her look really cool. So are you saying that so what is it about the figure? What is about what would you I, like I'm, to I'm see them do I'm so sick of the tattoos. I'm so sick of the tattoos. Like I did not like the idea coming around for Storm Shadow. I was so happy that it didn't come out that way. I didn't like it for rock and roll. It just, it's becoming very, uh, it's almost a tropey thing to give a facial scar or tattoos in the classified line. It, it's getting a little tired for me. So what would you, tell me what you want to see on an updated Jinx. What do you want to see? I don't know. Do you not I mean, know? There's, there's been other updates to Jinx that I think were a little bit more of a hit than this. I like the Valor versus Venom Jinx. I like the one that the club did based on the city strike Scarlet. Uh, I just don't like, we'll take her sleeves off and give her tattoos. That doesn't really work for me. Okie dokie. Um, so it's just the head sculpt on this one for you. Yeah, I, I really do love the head sculpt on this one. Uh, not the removable blindfold, not interested in that? No, it looks good. Every, a, okay. lot of, a lot of this does look good. I'm just... Like, I had to let out a big sigh whenever I saw all the tattoos. It's like, it just is the same thing over again. Okay. Um, here, obviously, we get the, the movie background, pretty obvious movie background for right. for um, for this one. And I love the, um, 
the little pugil sticks in the background too, so that's really cool. Also interesting that we get a, a, vin, a retro beachhead on the same reveal day. I think I wonder if that was like almost a, you know, done on purpose sort of lined up kind of thing. Um, you know, obviously beachhead being quite significant in that scene with her as well. Um, it wouldn't surprise me anyway on that one. Um, although it probably lines up even closer to the fact that people were just calling out for beachhead. Um, despite, I would say, a very good Cobra Island beachhead that I still don't understand why people have such a, a problem with that. I think it's a really cool figure. Um, anyway, um, an art again by Scott Johnson, who has gone, has taken a leaf out of your book and has uh, avoided the tattoo side of Jinx and gone with the, uh, the, the, the clear sleeve on that side. Um, and then, obviously, the, the images of the figure. Um, I've got to say, I, th I think it's, I think she's amazing, and I think the head sculpt is perfect. I think it's gorgeous. Um, I love the fact we've got lots of different options, like the the hooded version, and also the tassels aren't like super. What's the word? Um, stiff. They're like kind of a bit, kind of like got more give in them. So I kind of like that. Um, I would say that I wish I wish they'd given her the backpack and two swords. And then my thought process was, well, maybe we'll get that in a retro version and we'll get sleeves and we'll get, you know, something along those lines. But then like our little conversation about the snow serpent has kind of, and eels, has kind of made us think, yeah, maybe we might not have that. But then my mind goes to the quick kick back backpack, which is actually quite cool and does do a similar thing to what Jinxes would have done with the two swords sheathed. You could just make that black. So I think that could make that that would be like a really good addition. Like you could you could get a retro jinx out of um just really reusing parts. Um and of, well, apart from the sleeves, they might have to do like other arms for her to do that. But um I think there's a possibility there for a retro jinx. What do you think? I agree. And then if I pick up this one, it's most definitely because like I can't imagine it being worth it for them to do the retro retro jinx and include the head again. Right, you assume right. that the, the unmasked head is going to be unique to this one, if they ever uh, did a retro one. I, I have thought that, and I did think, yeah, possibly. But then I think, well, maybe they want to do it and make it still a bit like uh, animation, so it's kind of similar. Yeah, that's so true. It's, 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 for me, it's like they might or they might not. You know what I mean? Like it's a possibility both ways. I, I can't see it. It's not like I think both. I think both ways have their merit, if you know what I mean. Right, like I could see them include it, I but agree. I can also see them leave it out, and it wouldn't be a problem because you'd be getting effectively a figure retro as opposed to an animation retro. If that makes sense, so yeah, and yeah. I think you could go as far as like putting the logo on a thigh if you wanted to do something like Would animation. Logo? Yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of fun as well. That would be cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I do think that the, they they also did the color breaks in here. I think specifically because her all red outfit is kind of a challenge to to make. Uh, look super interesting in, in six right. inch. But basically, what I'm saying is that there was a it, it was difficult to bring her to six inches. So I see why they made some decisions. But you know, tattoos. Yeah, yars. Um, and another couple of shots there. I'll get that one off the screen quick because it has got a tattoo on it. Um, and then obviously <laughs> in the in the studio shots. Uh, and then we get Norgahide. Let's move on to Norgahide. Yes. Um, so, right, this one, um, there's an interesting thing on this one, which um, I'm not sure if you've noticed or it bothers you at all, but it probably bothers me, actually, now and more I think about it. The fact he's got Road Pig's tattoo 
is really weird when he's got his own GI no GI Joe tattoo in in on the vintage version. I don't hmm. know why they've given him the anarchy one. Like it feels like, and again, I didn't I didn't even think about it until someone pointed it out, and then I'm like, oh yeah, it is. Well, you know what? Actually, I was talking with Philip just recently, and uh, we were looking at the old. 12-inch G.I. Joe guide to team logos. And as weird as weird as it is, do you know what I'm talking about? Like the, the Hall of Fame figures, some yeah. of them had in the back of it, like a it showed like what the bat logo was. The one for the dreadnoughts is simply the anarchy like logo. Interesting. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. But no. maybe there's an off chance that they looked at that and thought, well, maybe we need to get that on more of the dreadnoughts. Maybe possibly. That's that's actually a really good that's actually a really good theory, and I think that probably makes a lot more sense than I don't know, like not I don't know, like I, I expect because road pigs obviously going to be happening. Let's face it. Um, yeah. What are, are, what are we going to get the same tattoo then? In which case, like that seems I don't think so. seems funny to me. But anyway, okay, fair enough. If that is the case, um, I I want to I want to dig into that. I'm definitely going to ask him that question. I'm like, why did you do that and not this one? Why yeah. and, and you know what's what's the reasoning behind that? I might have to wait until like Road Pig comes out, but to get an answer. But um, you know, anyway, interest. It's, it's weird. and other than that, I'm going to say it, but I know you're not gonna, you're going to disagree here. But I, other than that tattoo thing there, I think I think the rest of it's just freaking awesome. I'm like I'm I'm totally down for this as a set. I think like more animals the better. I think the animals are brilliant. Um, I would have said as well that Yobbo would have made more sense with with Zanzibar. I think that would have been a great pairing. I don't disagree with that. Because uh, you almost have like a Pirates of the Caribbean thing. Is that what you're thinking? Totally. Yeah. 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 He's a pirate. Um, I I don't I don't disagree, uh, but I do think that it's cool that they're giving him more animals, as if you know he's made friends while he's out killing animals with <laughs> killing animals yeah i mean he probably shares his hunt with these animals and that's why they hang around him uh no i actually don't have problems with this figure so you anticipating that i will maybe that's the thing we're going to disagree on on this one i uh, just your anticipate my anticipation of hatred um well, okay, it's so not uh, even hatred that's not what we have going on here i i just have a couple of things that i think could have been a little bit better on, I, on one I'm still I'm still stuck on the night creep. I'm never gonna get I'm never gonna get over that, I don't think. I'm never gonna you be You know able that understand. I was looking forward to that figure tremendously though, right? Well I I wasn't. Like I, I I'm just I'm but so I, but I've mentioned it a bazillion times that, that was like, one of I've, my most I've, anticipated ones. I've genuinely like I just I thought that would have been I thought you'd have been like gushing is what I thought was oh, gonna happen. I yeah. thought yeah, I thought it, it was going to be a gush fest, is what I thought was going to happen, yeah. and I've just been taken by surprise. I've been sniped at the last second by Norgahide. By Norgahide here, whose tattoos and, don't bother me. And now my tattoo—I've got a tattoo. I've been sniped, and I've got a whole sleeve going on here now. Well, he's got all um, the additional tattoos. I think actually the dreadnoughts were kind of lacking in tattoos in the vintage run. You know, like the fact that they had them just implied that there were probably more of them that you couldn't see. Right. And so whenever you scale them up, they need to have those additional ones. Like that, that to me is in more in character with a dreadnought than it is I, with just everybody. 
Right, right. No, I, I understand what you're saying there. I, I think I think the times have changed a little bit in that sense. I think it's less of a it's less of a criminal slash um you know bad bad boy or girl image now. It's like it's so like tattoos have like it, it's changed in terms of like yeah, how viewed. <laughs> exactly. But I think that's where that is I think that's what it's from. It's from that kind of conditioning of, yeah. of what that is back in the day. But then I also feel like there's that element of, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you want to see from the 80s brought into the classified line. And, and I do, too, for a lot of the, a lot of the time. So I, but I think I look at it differently. I don't I don't necessarily see tattoos a lot of the time in that in that way. And I think it is definitely more of a it's more of a bad guy thing. hundred percent. But I, I definitely think it's changed in terms of like, you know, um, like the culture nowadays, like everyone right, has them. For sure, for sure. But any, anyway, like in terms of Norgheide, I love the scars on the head. I think that's a really good addition to his to the to him. Like you know, he's going to have come up against a bit of an issue at some point with yeah. like a with a creature that he's trying to you know end. I, yeah. th in fact, the image on the left reminds me. Uh, I get big um, Jurassic Park vibes. I get Muldoon vibes on this one. You know, when he takes the hat off and he puts it down. And he's like, yeah. he gets the the rifle ready to, the, to rifle. Shoot the, the clever, yeah, clever girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, and then pork and then pork belly comes out of the side and just takes him out. <laughs> That's what I see with this with this uh, image. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, what great? Take take us through then. Take us through Norgahide then, dude. What are you liking? Well, there is a lot to like. Um, I. I like the the way that he actually paid they, they definitely paid a lot of attention to the actual cheetah pattern. I think it's a jaguar. Or jaguar. A jaguar. Yeah, not, yeah, not a cheetah. I'm sorry. Uh, but the the pattern of, uh, that they have of the animal print it actually looks good. It doesn't look like it's a uh, animal print that he bought at Target. It looks like it's a uh, you know from an actual animal, and I think that that looks good. I mean, yeah, I, I don't really have any complaints about him. He has the case that opens up that he can put his weapon in his rifle, but it kind of has that silhouette of the quiver that seemed ridiculously long on the original figure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The rifle yeah, case yeah. that he has. Yeah. Yeah. But then he has a more realistic looking quiver. I like that. Um, yeah. I, yeah, there, there's uh, nothing I, bad about this figure. I don't have any, any problems at all. I think that it's all told this is, Again, I do think that there's a little bit, maybe a little bit of hesitation on some of these later characters, like the Deke era things, on how to handle them. And they, he probably felt like he needed to plus them up in order to make them more appealing. Because if you just released Nagahide without, um, maybe you'd released him with a smaller bore that wasn't articulated and with no monkey and with fewer accessories. Uh, I don't really see that selling. But now that you've made him a little more expensive, but made him a lot better, I think that this is going to be a good, a popular figure. Yeah. Of course, they said the same thing about Crocmaster, and then those went to clearance. But what? So what do I know? I think like I think everything. I think, I think they, that was that was probably more a, a a call on the amount that they upped everything to following the shortage of stuff they put out, not really knowing the popularity of it. It's right. I think it's just a balance they've never quite managed again. And then obviously the year that we had just just gone, everything went to clearance because they had they 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 released everything in that short amount of time. So there's a lot of like there's I think it's more about Hasbro than it is about um 
the popularity of these figures a lot of the time. I think it's more they just can't get the balance right in terms of what people are going to want and when, how much they're going to want of it. Um, someone's asked the question, Chris, is Norgahide really from South Africa? Supposedly, you'd have a pseudo-Afrikaans Dutch accent, says the figure six-pack. Now, the thing is with that, I always assumed he was South African because of his file card, because it doesn't say he's from South Africa, but it mentions South. It mentions Africa, him being like originally caught there for poaching, right? So it doesn't mean he's from there, but it's a, it's a, it's an insinuation. But the problem is the Deke cartoon, I guess, in probably had trouble doing an Afrikaans sort of accent as opposed to an Australian one, which the voice actor probably went, "Yeah, I can do Australian. Let's do that." And I think that's probably what happened with with Norgahide. So he's effectively Australian because of the Deke cartoon. But he's, I, I don't know, I always thought of him as South African. But what do you think, Pat? What are your thoughts in that arena? I would agree. I, I think that there's just the tendency to make the Dreadnoughts Australian. Is, am I wrong in that? I mean, no. maybe I'm not recognizing the, the, the accent that you may recognize. It's definitely um, Aussie all and Cockney. Much, Aussies right? and Londoners is what they kind of sound like a lot of the time. But mo mainly from the Sunbow cartoon, they sound Aus Aussies. Yeah, big time. Big time. Yeah, um, but it's mostly Americans doing their Australian accent, which <laughs> they may be just getting it wrong. That's so true, right? actually. Um, Lostin has said, looks like he got mauled across the head from a Jaguar. Yeah, and I think that that might, or a Jaguar, as you guys pronounce it. But yeah, I think um, that could be like the, the story of his jacket, couldn't it? The story of his vest uh, is like the, the scar on his head is like the, uh, you know, the narrative of how he got the skin, basically, for the for the vest. Uh, I quite like that. Um, anyway, yeah, Coolsies. Uh Yeah, he looks great, I think. It's an amazing figure. And like, I think it's the roadblock buck as well, isn't it? Because it's his legs. It's roadblock's legs. So I'm guessing okay. it's the same upper body too. He's huge. Um, I think this is uh, pork belly's incredible. The uh, the articulation and deco on the animals is next level. They've even given articulation on um, Yobbo's shoulders, which I didn't expect. So that's really cool. Um, and yeah, I here they like are. The fact that he has the um, the earring. Oh yeah, the, in the nose. Yeah. Oh, and the yeah, the earring as in, well. In exactly. Ear. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Broken tusk as well. Oh, there's just loads going on. Actually, I look at Yobbo now, and he doesn't have articulation, but the figure in the in the images does. So that's interesting. Does he? He has articulation in the shoulders. Or oh, maybe not in the in the product imagery. Where was it? Uh, I had an image. Sorry, I do have an image of this figure with shoulder articulation, and I can't find it now. I think it was on. Um, it might have been one of the images I had on the other thing, but I did have it because I pointed it out and we talked about it on the stream. So maybe, maybe yeah, maybe Yobbo doesn't have that, which is fine. I mean, he's tiny; like I don't expect him to. Um, and I thought it was interesting that they put shoulder articulation into it. It almost so... looks like it almost looks like he has shoulder articulation where you look the packaged version, but. Um, that might have been what it was. It that may just be shadow. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, it certainly doesn't from the uh, actual figure uh, itself. But yeah, looks great. Brilliant. Another great head sculpt. Oh, the other thing we should mention here is the really cool anecdote for the teeth of Norgahide. Right. Which are the sculptors. Uh, he went, he had some dental work, the sculptor, and they did a 3D scan. And he asked if he could have that 3D scan of his own teeth. And they said, yeah. And then he used it on the, <laughs> he used it on the Norgahide sculpt. 
I think that's freaking awesome. That's so funny. And like such an, I don't know, such a real deep bit of like, we didn't like that could have, that could have passed us by and we never would have known. Right. I like getting those little tidbits from the live streams because once this stuff is in hand, there may not be a, a big use for those old live streams, but little tidbits like that kind of kind of make them a little more worth it to me. I, I enjoy Absolutely. that. Think of the amount of things that we don't know because of things like, you know, like stuff right. like that. That's that's the sad thing about that, definitely. Um, Adam says, my friend Ross sculpted pork belly. That's awesome. Um, he did a really he gr he did great. A great job. Well, they did a great job. You didn't actually, yeah, they did a great job. Uh, Adam, whoever it was, that sounds amazing. Does um, tail move? Um, let's have a look. I'm wondering if it spins. Is kind of what I'm lo like looking it at. Looked, it. it looked fused. Oh, it definitely moves because it's in, it's down and up and all sorts in different shots. Okay. Uh, I think it definitely. Yeah, it's down there. Look on the right, and then it's up on that shot. So I'm assuming yes. Okay. It's hard to see there, isn't it? It kind it does, of it, it kind of looks fused there as you look up its butt. It does. Um, yeah. any, anyway, I, I think it does move in some way, shape, or form. Anyway, we, let's keep going. So Norg Hyde, brilliant, awesome. SMS. Now this is massive. HMS. Way bigger. HMS, thank you very much. Thank you for correct. I said that at the beginning of the show to you. And you I was did, like, yeah. I, I need to make sure I say HMS. I didn't. And you and thank you for letting me know. Um, yeah, the HMS, Her Majesty's System, um, or Heat Seek Missile System, as it's known. Um, now, this is a fun. Should we point out the the um, interesting aspect of that, Pat, that you talked to me about before we went on? Oh yeah, I was just thinking about the fact that the original was called the SMS, but that referred to both the Hiss tank as well as the missile system because it was the Sentry and missile system, right? Yeah, yeah. So the Sentry is the tank portion. You pull that away. Are they going to just call this the MS? I don't think so. So they probably needed to come up with something, and the HMS made a lot of sense. Yeah, I I get that. Yeah, because obviously the S does you right means sentry. Um, Paisano says, "Is this too expensive at seventy five dollars?" I I'm gonna say I think the size of it probably dictates that Paisano. Um, I don't. I'd have to say that I think I'd I'd have been happy at sixty five. But 75 does feel expensive in general for anything. Do you know what I mean? But I think from what you're getting, the thing is huge. Like, they're nine-inch rockets, basically, on there. You get the figure as well. I don't know. What do you think, Pat? Well, I think if you look at it, you, you subtract out the $25 for the figure because it's the same thing as the Techno Viper, right? It's not yeah. missing anything, is it? That's correct. So it's got everything. It's, everything it's a Techno Viper It's a $50 towable. Uh, that may be a little high, in my opinion. I think maybe a $40 towable might have been a little more palatable. Um, but also, at the same time, not terrible. It does look like it's a very large chunk of plastic. But maybe we should be looking at this and comparing it to what we're getting with the ferret, which how much is the ferret? We don't know yet. So okay. that, I would imagine, would be in the... It's got to be. It's. I, I, you'd think it would be more than the trouble bubble, though, wouldn't you? Would you? Yeah, I kind of do. There is part of me that feels like the ferret is a little more substantial than the trouble bubble. And we're talking what fifty 
No, fifty four ninety nine for the trouble bubble, That's or was that the cheap? I, mm. You know, because they they accidentally I, got the the price wrong on the second one. It the, wasn't forty something dollars, was it? I thought the Python one was sixty. No, I think it's the other way around. I think the original was sixty, and okay. the other one was fifty nine. I think it was fifty nine. Yeah, fifty nine and forty nine. No, that can't be right either. No, what I think you I think you may be right. It may be 59 and and, and 49. I'm not the sure. Python one was incorrectly priced and it was priced too low and people went okay. you know crazy and bought it. Um and I think it's sold out on Pulse. 55 so and 45, see. Future Fortress Maximus is saying. Thank yeah, you. 55 Thank and you. 45. Okay, so I would say that the ferret would probably be 65 then. Yeah, so I I'm thinking again, I'm thinking that probably around 65 would have been a more appropriate price for this, but you know, I, I'm not the person pricing stuff out. We we are kind of experiencing a, a period, and we're constantly talking about prices going up. But Hasbro's definitely um, pinching pennies lately. Yeah. So I can see there being an increase in vehicle cost, and it wouldn't surprise me if the ferret comes out and it's also seventy five. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I. 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 Yeah. I think that I think the ferret might be cheaper. Um, okay. I don't know actually, but I think it would probably be in between that 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 kind of area. The problem is a lot of these figures and a lot of these vehicles and stuff are all so different in size. They are. Like it's, yeah. dif it's difficult to like, you know, you can't really sit on a on the same price point. Do you know what I mean? You can't really say these all fit in this price point. It kind of they all kind of dictate the price point in a yeah. in a weird way. Anyway, and it's hard because Techno Viper comes with more accessories, but. She comes with new accessories, so yeah, straight off there. True, true. Um, this is Oliver Barrett with the artwork on this one. Uh, he did the his tank freeze and he did the um, uh, fire team as well. So this is pretty cool, like it. Um, and of course, the beautiful product shots by shooting the galaxy on this one. Now, he did the desert shots, obviously. Now, when I look at it like this, I think, damn, yeah, that's that's pretty freaking cool. Um, figure looks like you know, freaking tiny in comparison to this thing. Um, and again, I love the holographic readout on the on the te Techno Viper. I think that's really neat. Um, and it looks like you can see all the detail on this one now, can't you? A lot better than in previous shots we've seen of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, first time we saw that thing, I thought that it was just a blob. And then you enlarged it and were like, oh, no, they didn't cover something up. That's actually the item red on red <laughs> on the other one. And I was confused. Uh, it was so funny how that worked, didn't it? And they never really explained it very well on the channel. They were like on the on the event kind of thing, right? Um, right. But yeah, it, it yeah, it was really funny that. Um, but yeah, it looks great. Uh, the again with his tank as well. Just oh, as a, as a, it feels like a run nice a nice set, doesn't it? With the fire team and this kind of these two pieces together, it looks like a really cool combined thing. It does. Yeah, I mean, we kind of were anticipating something like this would be coming out, and we were anticipating that this was would be what it would be as well. So, not a, not a real big surprise, but no. I think they delivered on on what we would want from it as well. Definitely, uh, the little panels cute as well. You see a little panel there on the side, uh, kind of that the yeah. Techno Viper can utilize to actually fire the bloody thing. Um, and then, of course, we've got the in sh the in studio shots. The uh, I like the adjustable. Um, you know, um, hook thing because obviously they're talking about towing this with other vehicles as well. Um, you know, and the, the his tank's quite a low tow, so it makes sense. 
Yeah, that's a good way of future proofing it because they can just put the hook where it makes sense on a future vehicle rather than having to obey a certain height because the vintage line actually changed the height of the hook after a certain period of time. Like the earlier vehicles and the later vehicles, they're kind of compatible, but you know, there's a, a lean or a, a dip whenever you're crossing between those. Um, yes. So yeah, this is a really good idea for them to make it to make it adjustable because I would assume that we're going to get this as an MMS with Hawk, which incidentally, they did release this in the, uh, the Rise of Cobra line. And at that point, it was called the Heat Seek Missile System. Not the you're HMS, right. but it was called that. So this is You are totally on. Yeah, you're totally right. I completely forgot about that. What was the figure that came with that? Uh, there were two figures that came with it, right? It wasn't was a it... scrap iron and mm. uh, a Neo Viper, maybe? That sounds. That sounds. Am I wrong? Yeah, just look that no, up. No, it's Neo I... Viper and Scrap Iron. Yeah, I just looked yeah. it up. It is. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. It, it's kind of like again that like the name is has its history, which is uh, uh, I, comp I completely missed that again. Um, but that's yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, right, and the, yeah, there it's kind of connected. There's the fire team with the Techno Viper and the Hiss tank, and the, yeah. It, all really cool all together now, and uh, the, the gang's all here basically. Um, and there's the panel being shown off as well. And I think that's uh, is, is, oh, yeah, then we get onto this stuff. We're done finally, we got through it all. Wow! So, yeah, we've still got the unofficial leaks, um, kind of hanging over us. No retro Cobra Commander to be seen yet. No road pig, no heart wrencher mentioned in the name only's. IG bat hasn't been like revealed yet because that was my fault but at the same time we haven't also seen alpine or iron grenadiers from that wave either and the other figure that we can't talk about because we don't know it hasn't been name only revealed yet so um yeah you've got that sort of um group of kind of figures that haven't really been you know confirmed officially yet and also thunder machine and snowcat which are also heavily rumored as well um any of those buzzing your berries pat but out of out chart that you know just looking at them there i've well i mean the retro cobra commander we pretty much already know what it's going to look like yeah and it's gonna look good okay so that's just yeah. gonna be a pickup uh road pig i've always really liked him as a dreadnought so for sure yeah um cool, and, and heart wrencher i mean it's a little dreadnought heavy of, of these six three things are dreadnought things it's the overcorrection, isn't it of like where are all the dreadnoughts and then yeah. oh here they are here we they are. Move, in one... Yeah, that's what eventually we'll be looking at this, but it'll all be sneak peeks. <laughs> <laughs> and that isn't actually far from the truth. Regular sneak peek, night force sneak peek, tiger force sneak peek, sneak peeks reuse in foreign figures. Oh my goodness, we could be here for months with sneak peek. That's genius. Um, amazing, amazing stuff. Then, of course, we've got the name only reveals which currently um, are, that we haven't seen renders for, are these guys. Um, I'll be doing Dial Tone, Let's Talk Classified Dial Tone, Let's Talk Classified Frag Viper, and Let's Talk Classified Saw Viper very soon. Everyone else has been covered in my Let's Talk series. So, um, yeah, we'll be looking at those probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, and hopefully they don't reveal any more digital renders in that time um, so that I can actually get the, uh, the videos out in good time. But, yeah, we've got those to come. Any on there that are kind of buzzing your berries, Pat? Uh, of course, Nemesis Enforcer or Immortal. Uh, I really want to see what he looks like. Um, and Iron Grenadiers, I'm always a fan of. So, yes, 
and of course, Starduster, I'm just curious how much he ends up being exactly what I wanted. Very curious to see what color the jetpack is that they give to him because I think silver or green would be appropriate. Yeah. Um, might, be a a lot. Both. might be a bit of both. Yeah, that's true. It could be just a blend. Like you just use both colors on it. That, yeah. that probably seems likely. Yeah, that would be kind of cool, actually. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see all of these, honestly. I mean, it's, it's a pretty solid Joe lineup as well, like Leatherneck and Dialtone and Alpine, all like big names that we still haven't really seen yet. So, yeah, I'm excited to I'm see that. I'm hoping the climbing gear is nice for Alpine. Is the big yeah, that is, that, is a, that is a concern, I think, because, you know, you look, you look at like, I don't know, a figure like Wolf Spider, for example. And I know he's not technically, he's not like a, he's not a rock climber. But they just gave right. him a bit of rope, and you think, please don't do that for Alpine. Please go the, a bit further with that. And we are yeah. seeing in single releases, which we know Alpine will be a regular retail single carded figure. We we do we are seeing more and more like intricacy and more depth going into the accessories for those figures. Look at Doc, for example. I don't think anyone expected um, a stretcher the way that we got it. Right. I actually very much didn't expect that, which is why Doc is one of the, I mean, Doc was probably in, there was, a, I was inclined to buy him anyway. He was one of my childhood Joes. Right. But I really like the updates that they've done with him to the point mm -hmm. where, um, I don't know, he's an example of one where I would probably prefer the update. Like if they give us a Doc that's a retro Doc, and for some reason, they tool up a stretcher that doesn't bend in half. That's not going to feel as cool. You know what I mean? Right. And right. You know the the way that they painted the the bottles on his helmet is a huge plus. I could definitely see a retro one just leaving that paint off because that would be appropriate. Right. Right. Uh, there's just a lot that's good about him. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for a lot of these actually. Raptor as well. I can't wait to see what they. How they deluxe the crap out of him like that's going to be really cool is he going to, to have the hook with a string attached to his back so that he can pretend to fly around a, a, a room like a bird because that's yes. on the vintage figure yeah I, I, that little hook. I hope so i hope so yeah it's like molded onto the backpack part isn't it of the yeah uh, and i guess maybe it could even just be something that he uses to throw at people or something but i just can't imagine that for the fact that it's in the middle of his back and he just yeah, he, like it just flies. Yes, you could say it's like a it's a weird fetishy sex swing sort of thing. Maybe you could say that. <laughs> I don't know if I correction. I did just say that. <laughs> I did just say that. Um, amazing. I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them for lots of different reasons. I think what some of the some of the reasons are: how are they going to do this? How are you going to get, like, yeah. how, how mental are those wings going to be on Nemesis Immortal? How are they going to do the wings on Raptor? Are we going to get a more modern style four inch FSS Raptor? Or are we going to get a, um, you know, with the kind of like the, the jungle vipers kind of like thing? Or are we going to get like, a, you know, a more kind of material based sort of flappy, ridiculous costume? Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. It's, it's, I'm really excited to see where they go with it. With for a lot of those, Xandar's another one. I don't know how. Like, are they going to just go like straight up, Xandar? Are they going to put a tattoo under his pauldron so you can take it off and have like an original concept Zartan? You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is the quiver that comes with uh, Naga Hide going to be good enough to 
at this point, they have a, a few quiver options actually that they could give yeah. Xandar. So they'll probably just do a new one. <laughs> they, they might, yeah. Nineteen like, quivers. It's only only quivers. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Even the new Scarlet's got a different quiver, hasn't she? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's them's uh, digital renders. Wise, obviously, it's just the um, the that the Haslab dra Dragonfly crew that we still haven't seen yet. Which I'm hoping for some sort of update. I guess in Yojo June, but we'll see. And uh, of course, Retro Beachhead gets added to the Joes, and uh, Retro Eels, Retro Snow Serpent, and the Cobra Ferret and Ferret Scout are for Cobra. So, yeah, they're your digital renders that we're still floating around um, with no figures attached to them yet, visually. Um, and then, of course, just showed up. I think that's going to be the case a lot and with, with a lot of it. Um, I should also probably add a leaked section of um, Sarge and Spirit and Lowlight. I suppose they need they need to go in there as well somewhere. Um, anyway, that's that's your lot pretty much. Um, is that everything for everything? It's just shout outs now, that isn't is it? it? Shout outs after this, yes. My goodness, longest episode ever. I, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's getting there. Right. Uh, shout outs. Pat, take us away. I know you've got yours to do. Well, just fa uh, shout out to Philip. Um, so articulated points. He's been kind of carrying us here in this beginning part of the year. And I appreciate that because I myself have been incredibly busy. <laughs> Phil says. <laughs> this is a near three hour. I joked about it being it three hours. Yeah. It's nearly there. My goodness, my goodness. Sorry, Pat. I'm so sorry. I've taken your entire we're just three day minutes off. off of it being three hours. We'll we'll get there. I think. Oh, um, we're gonna get there. Yeah. Shout out to Phil. Shout out to Articulated Points. Link in the description. Go check it out. Subscribe. Watch every video multiple times. Go do it now, please, and thank you. Uh, some good stuff as well. Very recently, and of course, um, Pat. What have you got? Have you got anything in the pipeline you can tell us about, or are you trying to keep it all to your close to your chest? No, I mean I've been working with one of our other. Uh, I, I've been I've been working heavy on on something in the last couple months. It's it's been it's been a lot of work. I, I will put it that way. But it's some stuff that I, it's not up for me to announce. So I will I will leave that for for other people to announce. Maybe maybe we'll wait on Brian Sauer to say something. Yes, we shall. And I'll start my shout outs um, uh, with Kate, my lovely wife, who is visiting family. In Missouri, the whole fam in, in the in the US side. Hello, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, and also, shout out to Vader. It's your birthday and happy birthday. Well, it was yesterday, but happy birthday weekend to Vader. And again, hope you're having a great time. Um, me and Phoebe's are holding the fort down out here, so can't wait to pick you up on Sunday. Uh, see you then. Um, and also, massive shout out to Brian, who um, obviously does our amazing graphics and is the head of Assembly Required, uh, codename Iowa Presents. Now, this is the 13th annual Iowa G.I. Joe convention in Des Moines and uh, will be on November 8th and 9th, 2024, this year. And uh, that is clearly a Destro slash Iron Grenadiers sort of theme. Uh, I think we can all agree on that one. Um, very excited to see how all that pans out. Um, and, of course, massive shout-out to Skeletron, who posted some more images and updates for uh, their Roboscon Mark II test shot, the revised test shot, and production pilots, including Bob Breakin's head sculpt there, which is freaking awesome. I can't wait to get these figures in that vehicle, mate. Oh, my God. I can't wait. 
Are you excited for those? I am. Yeah. Having some of the Skeletron stuff in hand already just makes me want this stuff even more. How good is that three and three quarter retro figure? It's excellent. Yeah. That's a really, I mean, I got it in hand and I went online and bought two more. So like, oh my God, I love the fact that the pistol fits in the back and then the backpack goes yes. on and then the sword and the, the kind of blade to double bladed thing goes on the backpack as well. It's just nuts. I love how beautiful that figure is, honestly. It's so good. And you need multiple so that you can have one as Skeletron and one as, you know. That's right. That's exactly what I needed. Is I, I need needed to make one into Skeletron kind of permanently. I don't, I don't want to be swapping back and forth. I'd rather just have two figures. Definitely. Anyway, big shout out to Skeletron. Also, Kickley's been mad busy, including doing a thrasher about two minutes before we went on that I managed to add to the blooming list um, of amazing images. So we've got Blocker. And we got Thrasher. Uh, again, these are like, I think these are like co uh, commissions for people. Um, but it's really cool just the, 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 the breadth of deep cuts that come out of uh, Kickley's brush here, isn't it, Pat? Yeah. And you know, like what, what backpack is this that he's given Blocker? It's probably the one that on the reference image <laughs> is the one that some kid had stuck on the back of his Blocker figure. But yeah, I, I, not a clue, honestly. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to ask uh, Kickley for his uh, detailed input on the on the ch the choice for that backpack. But yeah, big time. Um, I love the fact that Thrash has got his lacrosse stick with the the spiked ball as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And you know the the whole uh, Thunder Machines in there behind him. It's it's all good. I like this. I like the uh, fact that he also gave the visor. Oh you know, yeah, variant with the visor. So absolutely, absolutely, with uh, yeah, the blocker, uh, and then of course Wild Bill and the Dragonfly, very topical because obviously that will be, um, you know, that's on its way. Uh, oh my goodness, I can't wait for that either. Um, yeah, and then of course uh, this is really cool. Like so, he had uh, posted the the LRRP kind of group um, like at one point, and then also. <laughs> I also only just noticed the fact that uh, Snake Eyes is standing on a skull as well. That has uh, only just dawned on me. That's dark. And then, um, of course, you've got the kind of like almost like an alternate LRRP world where you've got um, uh, Cover Girl, sorry, Scarlet J and Cover Girl uh, as well. That's really cool too. Uh, what are your thought, thoughts on the LRRP teams there, Pat? Uh Lady J is the one that's most recognizable, but I can totally see her having like improvised accessories, accessories, we weapons. <laughs> I guess yeah. to them, they're not accessories. Yeah, yeah. It's cool that uh, she's got her spear. Yeah, I like that. Totally. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy that. That's a, it's part of G.I. Joe that's a, I don't know, it's imprinted on me as that is definitely their backstory. So, yeah. Um, it's always weird in the updates. They don't have yeah, that. The, the, Vietnam is so far away now it from is, that kind of yeah. thing, unfortunately. But yeah. Um, and then, of it course, this is vague, this... a vague war or a vague com conflict. Exactly. Yeah, this. totally. A vague conflict in that area of the globe sort of thing. Yeah. Um, now, this is Mark's, actually. I believe, Mark, you had commissioned this one, mate, in the comments. Is that right? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, these are sketch add-ons for people that order his prints. The prints are 100 bucks, and sketch is just $35 add-on. That's really amazing, okay. actually. These these are great. And, uh, yeah, I believe that this one was one of Mark's, uh, the Red Shadows group, which is, again, awesome. Love that. Um, and then 
we shout out to Paul, Plastic Battles, for, um, again, another post uh, for, with Recondo and Outback. Uh, the little narrative story going through Paul's post at the moment. And uh, I'm really excited to see where it leads because his dio work is phenomenal. That is a diorama, by the way, that he has built. It is not, he hasn't taken the figures outside. He has literally brought the outside indoors. And the diorama is phenomenal. So go and check out um, Plastic Battles on all of the socials. And watch, definitely check him out on Instagram because he does a Thursday Night Battles show um, on Instagram. And it's really worth checking out because he talks about diorama stuff. He talks about G.I. Joe um, like for the most, well, generally for the most part. So go check him out. He's awesome. And I think that's everything. Yay. That's what happens. I've been gone for too long. I You just saved everything up from two months for me to talk about today. Is that right? No, that was that was about four yeah, days, Pat. That's I four days. I know, I know. That's four days. <laughs> we 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 basically did the equivalent of you know when you record something and then edit it. <laughs> oh, we no, did the I, thing. I know. <laughs> we've done the thing where we've recorded like seven months, and ed the editing time was fourteen months. That is what's happened here, basically. Wow, that was crazy. That was crazy. We've broke three hours. That's a record. Congratulations. Round of applause. It is. Yeah. We've, we've broke three hours, guys. Thank you so much for keeping, staying with us. We're still over 100 on people viewing this at the time. That's, that's oh, wow. crazy. Yeah, thank you for sticking around, everybody. I kind of thought that we'd lose people whenever I didn't like tattoos. I thought there'd be like a massive drop off. In actual fact, there was a huge spike because there was like this, this like everyone was like, "Hang on, I feel a disturbance in the force," and then everyone started joining the the, the show. No, um, let, let's let's say at the end of this, of course, this is going to be opinion based. Of course, Pat's going to have different yeah. feelings towards things that I have. You guys in the in the comments often do, and we often have little chats about that stuff when I'm just on air on my own as well. And Pat's not the first time we've like disagreed on things. We, we disagree on things at least once a time in a an episode um i we will do, say yeah. i was definitely caught completely cold though by the night creeper and my, i think that just that just that just boggled my mind for the rest of the of the episode i think that's all it was my my favorite thing though is whenever and this has happened a couple times in past episodes whenever i agree with you you think that i don't agree with you <laughs> No, but that's in that's in anticipation. That's like right, right. Pat. What? Right. what I'm like, gonna... no, no, no. I agree with you, and you're like, what? No, it's and it's like, no, no, no. I agree. <laughs> that's happened a couple times. Anyway, it's all in it's all in the rich tapestry of the full force, right? And, and maybe uh, I'll warm yeah. up to it because I I hold my final judgment to whenever I get things in hand. I, that's another good point as well. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Pat, I'm getting a tattoo this week. Do you hate me as well? He says no, I'm I, see <laughs> I hope you've chosen a good tattoo. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Personally, I would only get a tattoo if I was in the military, in a ninja clan, or in jail for the rest there of my life. There you go. Those are the reasons uh, why forgetting... I would have a tattoo, but I'm none of those things. So Pat's no forgetting tattoo. about that five years he spent in Japan in the Yakuza as well. He's forgetting that whole period of his life. He had to get that laser removed, that sleeve. It was did, horrible, yeah. wasn't it? Just kidding. He didn't really do that. Um, anyway, um, right, that's it. We'll see. Thank you guys for, you know, obviously all the support. Thank you for all of the comments, all of the questions, all that kind of good stuff. It's great. I will be doing a patron um, episode, I think, today. 
I'll let you know the time for our patrons, obviously, on the Patreon page and everything, but we'll be doing that today. And um, it'll just be a Q&A recap sort of, jo- sort of job. Um, and other than that, we've, like I said, we've got Let's Talk Classified episodes coming. We've got more news coming, of course. Um, loads more content. It's going to be ridiculous. It has been ridiculous. We've done another three. I can't believe we've done three hours. That's nuts. Thank you, Pat, for joining on, mate. I, again, it's great to have you back, dude. Seriously. It's great to be back. And it's so great we did three hours and more. Yes, and thanks for having me on. Yeah. Unreal. Always, dude. Well, we'll again, we'll be working towards that next week as well. We'll try and yes. figure it out, whatever the situation, but we'll be working towards it. Guys, we'll see you on the next one. Stay fresh, you absolute cheese bags. And after three, you know what to do. One, two, three, four. Full force. See you later. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram so check us out there as well at The Full Force Podcast and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force